Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Network Classics, presented by MRN. Drivers, start your engine! The Motor Racing Network presents... I'm happy you're ready here. NASCAR Live Race Day. Ready. Bringing. It is one of the most heralded returns to a motorsports venue in recent memory. Tonight, after a 26-year-plus hiatus... The NASCAR Cup Series returns to the North Wilkesboro Speedway in North Carolina. Hello and welcome to Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the Open and the NASCAR All-Star Race. Mike Bagley and the rest of the MRN crew here to welcome you back to a piece of NASCAR nostalgia and welcome you to a night of racing where points are not awarded. Just go out and win a million dollars. We have 300 laps scheduled for you tonight. The 200-lap main event coming up later this evening. But up first, a 100-lapper that will complete the All-Star Field. Let's Let's go right to the broadcast booth. Bring in Jeff Striegel and Alex Hayden, who will anchor tonight's festivities. Gentlemen? On a sun-drenched 76-degree Sunday afternoon, getting set for the NASCAR All-Star Open Race. Let's hear from some drivers, starting with Michael McDowell with Steve Post. He starts in the sixth spot. This is a beautiful race car. First off, we had throwback weekend last week at Darlington, but you're driving the Folgers car. Now, it says freight auctions on it, but you're driving the Folgers car. Michael, first off, just the idea behind the car and the old-school paint scheme. Well, I mean, really the credit goes to uh, Marcus and Matt at Freight Auctions um, wanting to do this throwback. You know, it's North Wilkesboro. We haven't been here in a long time, bringing back history, so we wanted to throw back here to, to Mark Martin in that Folgers car. And, you know, Mark won in this car. So, um, yeah, it's really neat. The car turned out great. Um, it's been a great weekend, really. I mean, it's just an amazing crowd, a, a really neat atmosphere. Everybody's pumped up to have, uh, have racing back here at North Wilkesboro. We got our work cut out. You know, we're starting sixth here, um, not too far from it, but we got to get around some really good cars to make it into the race. Great looking car, great driver, Michael McDowell. He starts in the sixth spot. Kim? Down here with Noah Gregson. Noah's got some work to do, starts in the 15th position. So, passing cars, how do you do it here at North Wilkesboro? Well, Kim, I know you know who the van vote is. Who is it? No. You don't know? I don't know. I'm calling that bluff. We got to work hard. We're. Uh, Felt like we had a decent pit stop the other night to put us in the starting position, but we had a loose wheel, so we had to come to the back. But, uh, you know, it's been a fun week out here at North Wilkesboro. Ran the super late model here on, supposed to be Tuesday, but Wednesday night, Mother Nature kind of hurt us. And uh, we're going to have to race hard in the Sunseeker Chevrolet up to the front. This 42 team, they've been doing a great job. Um, We had okay speed in practice. Just kind of seems like it's really hard to pass if you if you you know get off the bottom groove. That's really the only way um, you can get a guy is uh, is going underneath him. So with that being said, it's it's awesome, great turnout by all the fans. We're excited to get going here, and um, I'm gonna ask you one more time. Do you know who got it? I don't know, but because you mentioned because you mentioned the fan vote, we'll talk about it. You had a great campaign for it. I know you want to race your way in, but what does it mean if you were to get the fan vote and have people get your back and want to see you in the main event? Well, it means a lot. I mean, the fans are awesome. We've been cruising around the racetrack all weekend on our pit bikes and golf carts and going hanging out with the fans. 
fans and and really without the fans this this sport doesn't run and and I truly appreciate the fans more than anything so um, I'm super grateful we've been campaigning and we're going to try and race our way in but if not I I hope they got my back if not then we need to work harder but uh, you know the support we do have from all the NG fans and the 42 fans everybody who supports this team it means a lot and uh, very grateful for everyone's support. A man of the people. That's Noah Gregson. He'll have to wait. We'll have to wait until the end of the Open to find out who wins the fan vote. Steve Post. Ryan Priest starts in the eighth spot. Ryan and I have been down here talking. We've been trying all weekend long to describe this atmosphere on MRN. Can you give a shot at describing what we're doing here in North Wilkesboro? Yeah, it's electric. I mean, honestly... These half-mile racetracks is what I grew up racing on, and and to see a Cup Series event back at North Wilkesboro Speedway, and, and to have the opportunity to be at this event right now, I mean it's it's electric and it's just packed, and and I hope this is a this is a start for for many other opportunities to to go to other half miles out there, and and maybe even revive a track or two. So my hats off to Marcus Smith and and everybody uh, at SMI for for doing that. And uh, I know we have a fast hostile Ford Mustang, so we're going to have to drive forward and, and hopefully drive our way into the, the All-Star. We'll see what happens. Ryan Priest, he'll start in the eighth spot, hoping to finish significantly better than that. All right, Steve, thank you very much. Pre-race ceremonies are on deck for the 16 drivers as we get set for the Open. Here's the starting lineup for the NASCAR All-Star Open. Sponsored by eBay Motors. Row 8. J.J. Yaley, Phoenix, Arizona. Noah Gregson, Las Vegas, Nevada. Row 7. Ryan Newman, South Bend, Indiana. Chandler Smith, Jasper, Georgia. Row 6. Ty Dillon, Lexington, North Carolina. Josh Palicki, Richfield, Wisconsin. And now, the top 10 starters. Starting 10. A.J. Allmendinger, San Jose, California. Starting 9th. Eric Amarola, Tampa, Florida. Starting 8th. Ryan Priest, Berlin, Connecticut. Starting 7th. Todd Gilliland, Mooresville, North Carolina. Starting 6th. Michael McDowell, Glendale, Arizona. Starting 5th. Justin Haley, Winnemac, Indiana. Starting 4th. Harrison Burton, Huntersville, North Carolina. Starting 3rd. Corey LaJoy, Kannapolis, North Carolina. Starting 2nd. Josh Berry, Hendersonville, Tennessee. And starting on the pole. Ty Gibbs, Charlotte, North Carolina. That's the starting lineup for the NASCAR All-Star Open. The open cars are lined up nose to tail. Jeff Striegel on the pit lane. Drivers are aboard their race cars. We're getting closer to putting them on the racetrack. And the excitement level is truly at a fever pitch. There will not be an empty seat. There's not many right now as uh, we take a look around this six po- or a .625 mile, just over a half mile racetrack, the North Wilkesboro Speedway. All the history and all that's come before includes NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace. Welcome back, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much, Jeff. And it's fantastic to be here. 27,000 people here in the grandstands. Place is sold out. It's very electric down there, and I'm glad I'm part of it. What's it like for you when when you heard that we're going to indeed come here and race the All-Star race here at North Wilkesboro Speedway after nearly 27 years? For me, it was like, thank gosh, finally. We get to go back to Wilkesboro. I hated it when they shut the track down, understood why. Why, but not really. And I'm just glad that uh, they, the opportunity arose that they could come back and race at this great half-mile or five-eighths-mile racetrack. Uh, I won here three times, and this was always one of, one of my favorite tracks to come to. And you also won the uh, All-Star back in 1989. So what is going through? Let's start with the open drivers. We don't want to jump ahead. 
these guys down here, they want to play at the big level with the other all-stars. First, though, you got to race your way in. How do you do that? Well, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different in this particular race to the 100 bef- in, instead of the all-star. All-star race, you're already in. You're just going to drive your guts out. You're going to do whatever it takes. I mean, the drivers, the owners to tell you, just bring home the steering wheel, man. I don't care. Just go for it. But this race, they got to be a little more strategic. They can't tear the car up. they got to just keep working their way forward. And we heard a lot about tire wear. Tire wear is going to be really bad here. They're going to have to manage that because this whole racetrack is beat up. The asphalt is in tough shape. How do you manage that? Knowing if you're mid-pack, heck, if you're anywhere other than the race lead, how do you manage your tires but also try to move forward? Well, back when I did it, I had to drive very, very straight up off the corners. Off of turn four, you're going to see those guys put an eyeball on the start-finish line outside wall area and try to accelerate off of turn four in a straight line, not be turning where you spin the tires or maybe burn the right rear tire off. you got to treat it almost like a drag car. you got to come off the corner and just launch straight ahead. Don't try to be spinning the tires because downhill, remember, we're coming downhill. And as you come off a of turn four downhill, it unloads the car. It makes the car real loose. Now, that's different from when you come off a of turn two and you're driving uphill. Yeah, you heard me right, uphill and downhill. This racetrack is not level. 18 feet, the difference between turns one and two, uphill, 18 feet before you get back to turns three and four. And how about this facility, Alex Hayden? As we take a look around this place, how would you explain? Explain it in a matter of a sentence or two. It's to me, it's it's a local short track mixed in with a, a county fair, mixed in with a state fair, and a little touch of Disney World in there. There's something for everybody here, Jeff. But the most important thing is they're ready to see race cars. That they are, and we're ready to bring it to you live. It is the NASCAR Open from North Wilkesboro Speedway. Let's go trackside right now for the command. And now, race fans, here to say the most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome the mayor of North Wilkesboro, Mark Hauser, and the mayor of Wilkesboro, Mike Inscore. Ladies and gentlemen, we're very proud and very humbled to be here with you here today. Thank you, Marcus Smith, and thanks to the entire Smith family. And I also would like to thank Dale Jr. for his support. Without the support of this community, we would be still wanting this track to be resurrected. But because of Marcus, Dale, Terry Parsons, we're here today. So I want to thank each and every one of them, and I want to thank everyone for coming out today. And now... Join us in saying, for all of Wilkes County and the entire world to hear, drivers, start your engines! Engines come to life, 16 cars, 16 drivers, the open is next. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. 
We welcome you back to North Wilkesboro Speedway in a perfect day for NASCAR Cup Series All-Star Racing. But first, we got to run the Open. We've got to find out who else is going to be an All-Star for 2023. 0.625 miles the distance around the North Wilkesboro Speedway. 100 laps comp caution coming at lap number 40. And one more individual ready to go for you tonight and help to call the action. And there's going to be a lot of it. He's just outside of turn number four from Barry, Vermont. It is Dave Moody. Thank you, Jeff Striegel. Good evening, everybody, from high above turn four here at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Let's give you the lay of the land. 13 degrees of banking at both ends of this racetrack. We've already heard about the uphill and downhill aspects of this speedway. The low lane around is the fast lane around. Everybody will want the bottom, and when it comes down to really needing a pass, you may have to move somebody out of that lane that you want. Below the actual asphalt here in turn three and four. There's about a four, four and a half foot concrete apron that a number of drivers last night in the qualifying heat races found that they could use, put the left side tires down onto it and find some grip that would help propel them forward. We'll cover it all from high atop the party deck here in turn number four. If you've got a seat right next door to NASCAR Hall of Famers Dale Inman and King Richard Petty, you're sitting in the right place. We'll call it from here tonight. Ah, a lot of people just became even more envious of you, Dave. Now the field begins to roll from the pit lane out onto the historic North Wilkesboro Speedway. So why don't we give you a couple of more things to put in the back of your mind that you need to know before the drop of the green flag from pit road. We start at the exit of the pit lane. and Steve Post. This weekend has been so much talk about the historic nature of being back here at North Wilkesboro Speedway. And when we think of history and NASCAR, you think of the Wood Brothers racing team. Had to chance just a few moments ago to spend some time with Eddie Wood. Eddie is one of the owners of the Wood Brothers Racing Team. Eddie shared that he has not set foot on this property since 1996. He walked in here today and he feels like he is in some weird time tunnel. He is just absolutely taken back by what we have here. Also taken back by some pretty good performance here with the Wood Brothers car. They start fourth here tonight with Harrison Burton at the controls. They're coming off a strong sixth place run, their best run of the season at Darlington, and they're hoping for a little bit more good fortune here at this historic North Wilkesboro Speedway. Kim Kuhn? Well, last year, Ryan Newman won the first race of North Wilkesboro's racetrack revival, taking the checkered flag in the uncatchable Moonshine 50 for Tour Top Modifieds, and today, Newman is hoping to race his way into the NASCAR All-Star Race through the Open. It is his first Open start since 2002. He was a rookie that year and went on to win the main event after transferring in. Now, 2023 may mark the return of North Wilkesboro to the Cup Series, but it also marks Newman's return to the NASCAR Cup Series. He's running select races this year for Wick Rare Racing. And regarding North Wilkesboro, Newman said, I drove by this place for years watching the trees grow up. I didn't know if I it would be ever be open again. It is a special place. And guys, I think that's a sentiment we can all agree on regarding this racetrack. 100% agree on that for sure, Kim. And by the way, Newman in 2002, he was a rookie. He won the Open and went on to win the All-Star in his rookie season. The Rocket Man from South Bend, Indiana. That is Ryan Newman. All right, you met the broadcast team, Steve Post and Kim Kuhn. They're on pit road. They'll be there all night, and they'll be busy. Dave Moody's out in turn four. 
My name is Jeff Strigel. Alongside is Alex Hayden and NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace. And Rusty, what does this facility mean to NASCAR? It means everything to them, Jeff. It really does. This is their roots. This is where they started. And if you go out and talk to people that are here, they're saying, I'm so glad we're back in North Wilkesboro. This is where NASCAR started, tracks like this. And I'll tell you what, when you can look around this whole track with ease and see all this excitement on this smaller five-eighths mile racetrack, you got to agree. This is going to be a fun watch, and I am so glad that we're back here because I know NASCAR is excited to be back here, and these NASCAR fans want to come back here. You mentioned a moment ago when you were talking about how to get off turn four and off turn two by not burning up the right rear tire, point the car straight. You've, you briefly touched on the fact that you go downhill on the front straightaway. If it wasn't for the mistake and the lack of funds when they were building this track back in the late 1940s, we wouldn't have the elevation change of 18 feet that Jeff pointed out. When you're a driver in the car, how much do you feel going downhill and going uphill? Well, you feel it quite a bit. You really do. You come off a of turn four, and I mentioned you got to drive real straight off a of turn four. You got to take a beeline right at the start finish line and almost approach it like a drag car. Drive straight as an arrow, and you can get down into turn one pretty deep, but you can get up into turn three deeper. And so you're accelerating off a of turn two, and you can let it hang out a little bit and not be so uh, making yourself drive straight like I mentioned off a of turn four. But every corner here drives different, but there's different characteristics. If you drive too fast, too deep into one, you're going to slide up the racetrack, not so much in turn three. In my opinion, in order to pass here tonight, though, you might have to use that bumper a little bit. You're going to have to try to get a guy loose up off the corner, and if you don't get him loose, then maybe you got to tap him a little bit and get him out of shape, or you can drive underneath him. That's what's going to win this race. And I will tell you that, Rusty, with that, we are ready to go. Take a look around this place, Alex. There might be one, two, three, ten seats remaining. Those folks will be in here shortly as we are set to go. They may be getting themselves an ice cream cone or something of that nature, because it's good down there. We visited that the last couple of days. They are indeed ready to go. Not many seats are being used, though. Everybody is on their feet. The NASCAR All-Star Open Race about ready to go under the green flag and to call the start. From Grand Rapids, Michigan, for us today for the Motor Racing Network, here's Jeff Striegel. There are two spots remaining in the All-Star and a fan vote. The two spots will be filled by the driver winning this event and the runner-up. 100 laps and the green flag is in the air and Ty Gibbs is gone. Corey LaJoy will tuck in line in second. Three wide already, Dave Moody. Michael McDowell trying to run the extreme outside lane. Three wide. He had a couple of spots. He gave up about three more at the exit of the corner. Ty Gibbs away with the lead. Josh Berry is second. Justin Haley underneath Corey LaJoy for third. Fourth is Todd Gilliland. They're double wide from fifth on back. McDowell is still working the outside lane. Michael McDowell still hasn't given up that high line charge. He is dead even with Eric Almirola down the back straightaway and into turn number three. They're all chasing Ty Gibbs at the front of the pack. And that is the battle for six. It's side by side. Not anymore. Give the advantage to Eric Almirola. Now Harrison Burton will get by Michael McDowell. He finally now falls in line at the bottom of the racetrack. Off turn two down the back straightaway. 
three-way challenge. He is on for the number four position. Corey LaJoy has got it, but a challenge coming from Todd Gilliland. He will slide to the inside. Takes a spot from LaJoy. Now we're rolling out trying to fill the hole. you got to remember, these tires are real sticky right now. There's a lot of grip out there, so if you're going to go for a position, you better try to get it early before you got to go into tire management. I loved it when they went three wide into turn one and leaned on the tires, and now they're side-by-side side, still trying to make it work, although it's going to stop working pretty soon. Here's the bumper being laid to the backside of Corey LaJoy, courtesy of Harrison Burton. He moves LaJoy up the racetrack. Harrison Burton will now take a look to the inside. This is the battle for six. LaJoy gave Burton a little bit of a chop job going into turn three last time around. Harrison, in turn, just put the plow down and knocked LaJoy back up out of the groove. It remains a side-by-side battle for six. LaJoy goes way wide. He'll lose three spots. Yeah, he's going to lose a spot to Harrison Burton, another one to Chandler Smith. Here comes Michael McDowell. Now he is going to fill the hole downstairs. Corey LaJoy, very optimistic going into this one that he can race his way into the all-star race, but he is plummeting back through the field. Ryan Priest underneath him. Here comes A.J. Allmendinger underneath him. Still no room at the end for LaJoy. LaJoy is going to be very loose on the outside lane on exit of turn number four. Much like NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace said you would be. So he is fighting that. He's finally able now to get the car down into a straight line as the race leader continues to be Ty Gibbs, Jeff. Seven laps go on the board and Ty Gibbs is driving away. He is indeed early on. Like you said, only seven down. You blink and you're going to miss this one. It doesn't take them long to get around the racetrack. Josh Berry right now second running in front of Justin Haley, Todd Gilliland and Eric Elmarola. Rusty Wallace, that's your top five. Ty Gibbs, at least at the moment, looks unbeatable. Well, he's holding a pretty wheel, no doubt about that. But another car that I like looking at is Josh Berry. Now, he, that guy's a good, good short track racer, guys. Grew up in the short tracks. Hendrick Motorsports put him in that car to drive it here at North Wilkesboro because of the injured Alex Bowman. And he's doing quite a good job right now. And this is a track of he's going to win. I expect him to do it at some track something like this. Well, Steve Post, you've watched Josh Berry run late models around the southeast quite a bit on track surfaces that are very similar to this, and not much of a surprise Josh Berry's doing what he's doing. No, not at all. When you talk Hickory Motor Speedway down in North Carolina or Florence Motor Speedway in South Carolina or now the now defunct Myrtle, Birch, or Myrtle Beach Speedway, they were old worn-out racetracks, and Josh Berry was the ultimate late model stock racer champion, national champion with NASCAR, doing it on those old run-out racetracks, and no, Alex, no shocker at all that Josh Berry is getting around North Wilkesboro well also. Ten down, 90 to go. Ty Gibbs, Josh Berry, Justin Haley, Todd Gilliland, and Eric Elmarola under the green flag. That's your top five. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. 
Michael McDowell and Chandler Smith having a pretty good battle, although it is for six. And it is a half a lap behind Ty Gibbs, who is just driving away. By the way, when you take a look at the top two, you've got Ty Gibbs and Josh Berry. Rusty mentioned it earlier. These are short track superstars, and they are showing it here tonight on this short track. We also talked about tire fall off and the fact that the speeds and the times are slowing down dramatically. Why is that, Alex? Well, the racing surface it was paved last time in 1981, other than a few patches that they've had to put on it here this week. So this surface is old. It is very gritty. It eats away these tires kind of like a cheese grater. And what we mean by the tire fall off, no, that doesn't mean the tires literally fall off the race car. It means the, the speeds drop dramatically. We're 20 laps into this race. And after the opening 10 laps, the lap times have slowed down by one full second. And they're going to plateau. That's part of it, though. That's the equation. And the crew chiefs have to think about is, yes, the tires are great for about, oh, six laps or so. Ten laps, it's about a second. But once you get to about 20 laps, where we are right now, it goes to almost a, a, a two-second drop-off. But then it just stops right there, and it doesn't get much worse. I got, I got to tell you, man, this morning we got to do a motorcycle ride. They let us drive around the racetrack, and we were driving around the racetrack in these motorcycles. There was rocks pinging up against the bottom of the fenders of our motorcycle. Just that little bit of riding we did, we saw the track coming apart. We saw a lot of stones everywhere. We told ourselves after we got off, I was with Clint Boyer and my son Stephen, and all the guys from Crossroads Harley and Tilly Harley Davidson, and they're like, wow, man, this is old school. This track is really coming apart. I wonder what it's going to be like when these big old heavy cars with all this horsepower get on the track and start ripping it up. And Dave Moody, you can see it firsthand from your spot outside of turn number four. You can actually dramatically see the entrance into turn number three and turn number one begin to slow. And the other thing that I know you're watching is the comers and goers. You might have been a rocket ship on brand new Goodyear Racing Eagles, but if you don't have the balance just right, you're going to begin to fade. Well, that's exactly right. Corey LaJoy has backslid all the way to the tail end of the field. Michael McDowell, after after some early success, is still back around the sixth or seventh position. He just put the pass on Harrison Burton. And we've seen a number of cars now on entry into the corner, whereas five, six, seven laps ago, they were stuck right to the bottom. All of a sudden, the car comes out from underneath them, and they slide all the way up to the third or fourth groove and give up a bunch of racetracks. Lap 26 is about to go up on the board. There is a competition caution at or around lap number 40. So we're getting very close to that. And we say at or around because should there be a natural caution, say on lap 35 or 36, that might be constituted then since it was be close to lap 40. So that's what, what we're looking at right now. But we heard some of the drivers, Jeff, say in the pre-race interviews, what will the crew chief do? Do you stay out there on old tires? Because you only got one set of tires left. Do you stay out there and hope there's going to be a late race caution? Or do you come on in at lap 40 when you know you're going to have a chance to pit? You know, I guess if it's me, I am going to use the old tires and save the good ones and 
hope for a caution flag. Uh, Dave, you were you were noticing Ryan Newman a few moments ago, uh, and we were talking about how the speeds are beginning to slow down. Even though Newman, not a factor at the moment, running back in 11th, he's one of the quickest cars on the racetrack, and I think that has to has a lot to do with experience and how to save Goodyear Racing Eagles. That's exactly right. He's a savvy veteran. As much as he loves to mash the gas and push the wheel and get his elbows up in the air, he knows that that would be auto, auto racing suicide here tonight. He's got that car nice and straight coming in, nice and straight coming out, and he makes sure that that car is not sliding before he gets back to the throttle. Pretty good race going into turn three for the number three spot between Justin Haley and Eric Almarola. It's been a bit physical over the last two or three laps, and Almarola now will take advantage as Justin Haley gets a little deep into the corner, drifts up the racetrack, and gives the spot to Almarola. Boy, and just that quick, Eric will drive away by three, now four, now five car lengths, and Alex, he did that in a matter of a half a lap. Well, he, clearly Almarola has saved the tires a little better than Justin Haley and a lot of the other drivers for that matter. He's one of the faster cars on the racetrack right now on these old tires. He's a veteran, though, Rusty, and veterans learn how to do this type of well, thing. Well, there's no doubt about that. He's a really smart driver. But, you know, I tell you, when you get, you get behind a slower car, it's very, very hard to pass here. We talked about that a lot. And you find yourself following quite a bit and everything you can to get around them. But when you finally do pass... Them. It's amazing how fast you can pull away and really get away. It just goes to show you how much that slower car has been holding you up here on this short racetrack. Seven laps to go until we see the comp caution come out on lap number 40. Ty Gibbs out front and by a bunch over Josh Berry. Now Eric Elmarola third and Justin Haley fourth. Todd Gilliland at the moment is fifth. Rest of the top ten. Michael McDowell is sixth. Harrison Burton seventh. Chandler Smith is eighth. A.J. Allmendinger is ninth, and Ryan Priest is 10th. Ryan Newman goes 11th. Noah Gregson is 12th. 13th is Corey LaJoy. 14th is J.J. Yaley. He is the last car currently on the lead lap. One lap down in 15th is Ty Dillon, and one lap down in 16th is Josh Balicki. We're about five or so laps away from that scheduled break, but from 7th on back, Dave, it's physical with Harrison Burton. Harrison Burton's got a trunk full of Chandler Smith, who's got a trunk full of his colleague racing teammate, A.J. Allmendinger. A.J. looking to the bottom on Smith in turn one. There are six cars lined up nose to tail behind Harrison Burton, who's got a planet on the bottom of the racetrack. A.J. Allmendinger works his way underneath Chandler Smith, closes in now on the back bumper of Harrison Burton in that deck imaging board. Coming up off of turn number four, lap 36 is on the board. This is a gaggle of race cars, and they are not necessarily going to play nice for too much longer as they race off turn two. A.J. Allmendinger has erased the deficit now to Harrison Burton. Gets a good run off the bottom of turn number two. Looking to make an inside line move. Drives it deep into turn three. He'll take the spot. Harrison Burton slams the door in the face of Chandler Smith. Ryan Priest now up and out of the groove. And Ryan Newman gets by. And Noah Gregson gets by. In fact, let's follow that battle. Noah Gregson on the inside of Newman. Newman got a little tight going into turn number one. That opened the door for Noah Gregson. Here comes the Rocket Man back to the bottom. Ryan Newman shoehorns his way back under Gregson, who tries to cross him over again in turn four. He does.
does, but he's not successful in that endeavor. 38 laps go on the board. Further up, here comes the race leader now. Ty Gibbs up off of turn number four. He'll complete lap number 39. We expect to see the competition caution next time by the leader by himself off turn number two. Ty Gibbs heading for the back straightaway. will eventually close in on the slower car of J.J. Yaley. It's been a walk in the park so far for Ty Gibbs. He's got about a half a straightaway in hand. But he will be slowing here shortly because NASCAR is going to slow him down with a competition caution scheduled to come out on this lap. It is Ty Gibbs leading here on lap number 40 over Josh Berry, Eric Elmarola as the caution flag flies now. Again on lap number 40 and here is a look at your top five before pit stops. Ty Gibbs, Josh Berry, Eric Elmarola, Justin Haley, and Todd Gilliland. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to no-go racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top-tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's not here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Back in the air in the all-star open race. It's Josh Berry on the inside lane. Here comes Michael McDowell. Trying the three-wide deal again, and this time it may work. He's up to fourth on the outside lane. Michael McDowell rim-riding three-wide through one and two. Side-by-side, side, though, for the race lead. Here they come off four. Give the advantage to Josh Berry. He's got the point. Ty Gibbs now will come to second. Hung out on the outside is Justin Haley. Justin Haley, who came from fifth to second on the choose as the top four all went to the bottom. He took it all the way to the outside pole, but now he's got to try and hang on. He's under the gun for fourth place. They all came to pit road on lap 43. Their majority did four fresh tires per expected, but Steve Post, there's a couple of strategies out there that are difficult. We've got trouble in turn number one. We've got three, now four cars involved. Todd Gilliland, Noah Gregson, Ryan Newman, and Chandler Smith. They got jacked up going into one. One car got turned around and two others come piling in and we are under the caution flag on lap number 49. Now 50. Well, they're racing hard. Rusty Wallace and Alex Hayden are all trying to get to the bottom of the racetrack. You've had an opportunity to take a look at it. and We've got some cars that are used up. Boy, they are. I mean, they just barreled down into turn one and they got loose and bumped each other and I believe Noah Gregson in the 42 car really was one of the guys that got heavily involved in that Ryan Newman basically didn't really have anywhere to go and just kind of plowed into it watching the replay a little bit and it looks like Noah Gregson got on the bottom of the racetrack got unhooked right up into the wall and boy hit that thing head on alright so here's what was the racing incident down in turn number one. There's an inside retaining wall that separates the front straightaway from pit road. It ends at the exit of pit road. You come down so tight that you're inches off of the end of that that pit road you know wall and Noah Gregson got too close to it, hit it with the left front and that Rusty Wallace shot the car right 
and up the banking and in front of everybody else. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. He happened. He just misjudged. He got so low, and he was still turning, trying to keep the front of the car down low. And when at the end of pit road came, he hit the end of pit road, like you said. I actually thought under further review, I was literally looking at looked like the car behind him might have touched him and got him sideways into that wall, but that didn't happen. He just misjudged, hit that wall himself, and boy, it bounced him off so abruptly, it shot him straight up that racetrack, and he took three or four cars right there with him. We're going to get the one-to-go signal this time by, and Jeff, it's time to choose, and this could get very interesting. Well, we saw the first four cars go to the bottom on the last opportunity. Barry to the inside, Gibbs to the inside, El Marola to the inside, Michael McDowell, Justin Haley will go to the outside. McDowell has been a rocket using two and three wide passing strategies. Can he do it again and go all the way to the front? We'll find out here in a moment. The field is coming to the Geico Restart Zone, presented by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. Todd Gilliland out, Chandler Smith out. Both of those cars are in the garage up front. Josh Berry on the inside. Justin Haley on the outside as we get ready to go. 44 laps remain. Field up off turn number four, green flag in the air. It's Justin Haley on the outside lane, gets a leapfrog start. Barry back to the bottom, but here comes McDowell again. Michael McDowell this time elects to stay two wide instead of three as they exit the back straightaway. Justin Haley, half a car length up in that high groove. Josh Berry drives it deep into the inside of turn three. Boy, crossover. McDowell, they're three wide and they're going to go around. Justin Haley's in the wall. Michael McDowell's in the wall. And the caution flag flies. They all went for the same spot. Dave Moody and two are going to come up short. Room for one. Three tried to go there to the bottom of turn number four on exit. And they just got hooked together. I thought Justin Haley was going to get out of it. He got turned sideways, gathered it up, and continued on. But at that point, Michael McDowell had gotten hooked to the right. He went straight up across the racetrack, took both himself and Haley into the fence. Well, it's getting more than physical now here in the open. Top two advance to the main event coming up later on tonight. Plus, whoever gets the most votes from the fans. That's all coming up. You got 37 laps to go. The top two advance and will be all-stars in the NASCAR Cup Series. Here they come. Ford and Chevrolet up front. Josh Berry on the inside. El Marola on the outside. Ty Gibbs right there inside row two. Lock, step, formation, side-by-side off turn number two. Josh Berry gets a little bit of a jump on the low line. He's away by half a car length. El Marola trying to get to the bottom. Can't do it. Gibbs will fill the hole on the inside. They'll run wheel to wheel through three and four. Al Marola will fade off the right rear quarter panel of Ty Gibbs' car. Here comes Ryan Priest. A couple of Stuart Haas racing Mustangs race side by side for third. A little bit of contact through one and two. They'll come off side by side to the back straightaway. Priest down low. Al Marola up high. A.J. Allmendinger in hot pursuit looking for leftovers. He'll dive to the inside. Only the top two will advance right now. It's Barry. Right now it's Ty Gibbs. We'll follow the battle behind that. You've got Ryan Priest and A.J. Allmendinger on the move. Almarola backsliding in that outside lane. Can't find any room. Now he does to slide down in the number five position. It's Barry with the lead. Feeling the heat now from Ty Gibbs. A little bump from behind through four. Boy, guys, when they go into turn three, they drive into that 
turn so deep compared to turn one, it's unreal. And it's all because of that track going downhill and uphill. But, boy, they really attack it, getting into turn three, and it works good for them. Let's check in at the infield care center after some of the drivers are emerging from that crash. Yeah, Chandler Smith is the driver that has walked out of the care center down here. Chandler, as you uh, walk out of the care center. Chandler, what happened? What put you out here? I don't know. He was just trying to tell me. I ain't got a clue, to be honest with you. He said something about Noah clipping the wall. Oh, okay. How was the racing out there? Other than getting caught up, what was the track like? What was the racing like? The surface is great. Um, we haven't had anything on track activities today, so the, the bottom was the cleanest, obviously, and the middle to top was, wasn't good whatsoever. I feel like at the race, the longer the race would have went, the better that would have got. Guys ain't going to free willingly just going to go up there and try to make speed. That's not going to happen, but as far as actually being able to go up there and brake trained by five rows. I think that'll get better, but other than that, and it just being kind of single file on the bottom because the, the middle was, there was just so it was just so trashy, uh, I, I couldn't have asked for, you know, a better event to be a part of. I'm really excited that I was able to be here, be a part of the deal, and uh, to be in a cup car another weekend, I'm very grateful. Chandler Smith. They are pounding on one another at the front of the field. Five cars nose to tail. Make it six now. You've got Ty Gibbs back up front. He got by Josh Berry, Ryan Priest is up to third, then it's Elmarola, A.J. Allmendinger, and J.J. Yaley. Gibbs regained the lead in kind of a strange fashion. It was like Josh Berry, the engine just did not light coming off the corner. Gibbs went to the outside and bypassed him. Berry, it happened again at the other end of the track. That put him right back into the clutches of Ryan Priest. Back to the infield care center, Steve Post. Todd Gilliland's out of it. Todd, what happened? I'm not real sure. I think, um, someone said, I think my spotter said the 42 hit the inside wall and came back up, but um, only thing I saw was the 42 coming right across my nose. It hit my wheel and I just shot to the outside wall. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's probably about as hard as you could possibly wreck here and um, you know, definitely sucks that we tear up a car here, but um, you know, that's racing. I, I think we made good changes from, from practice and um, still weren't probably quite good enough. So, um, But that's racing sometimes. I'm still my week here at uh, North Wilkesboro, so um, be ready to go next week at Charlotte. That's Todd Gilliland. 27 laps to go, postman. It is Gibbs now by two over Josh Berry, Alex Satan, and two more back to a good teammate battle between Priest and Eric Almarola. Almarola would drive to the inside and pass Ryan Priest for the number three spot. Josh Berry gave up the lead to Ty Gibbs, and a lot of us, Rusty, were kind of scratching our heads. It almost looked like he said, yeah, I'm going to move over you go ahead, but that puts Barry directly on the hot seat as the top two transfer. Yeah, that was a real strange move right there. I can't believe that he gave, gave up so easy to Ty Gibbs to let Ty take that over. With that said, guys, I tell you, one of the guys that's on the move, and that's got to be Eric Amarola. He's looking really strong. He's in that third position right now in that car and looking great. He's got that nose right on the bottom of the track. He's able to accelerate under the cars he's been passing. Probably one of the fastest cars on the track right now. It is getting physical for the lead over in turn number four in front of Dave Moody. Michael McDowell held off, held up Ty Gibbs, ran him all over the back straightaway, knocked him high in turn three. The lead went to Josh Berry. Gibbs now beating the back bumper off of Berry and trying to hold off Eric Almarola. All the while, 
20 laps to go. 17 laps to go in the All-Star Open Race. The top two transfer and will be NASCAR Cup Series All-Stars in the main event later on tonight. Currently, it's Josh Berry up front. Ty Gibbs is second, but Jeff Striegel, that is not a comfortable second place. No, it's not because he's got Eric Elmarola behind him, and I don't think that Ty Gibbs' Toyota Camry is as good as it was early. Eric Elmarola is good. He's trying to run him down. That is the transfer position. And just a moment ago, Dave Moody, this crowd erupted when all of that action took place over in front of you. And we need to remind everybody, why was Michael McDowell even involved? Well, we need to go back to that incident again in front of you. When McDowell was making the pass, it was Ty Gibbs that jammed him up and wiped him out. Made a very aggressive move to the inside of turn four. Created the contact that started that wreck that eventually turned McDowell into the fence. Michael clearly believes who was at fault for that. He got into Ty Gibbs. And to say that the grandstands were just a bit pro-McDowell at the moment would be a dramatic understatement. I tell you, with all that said, while we're talking about that, Josh, uh, uh, Josh is up front, Josh Berry, and he's really got that car hooked up, guys. He's driving away from the 54 car a little bit of Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs can't seem to run him down at the moment. Ty has been really good from the center of turn two out a couple laps, but right now it's kind of they're leveled off. Nothing's any better for Ty Gibbs right now. I like the way Josh Berry's looking, guys. 12 laps to go this time by, and it continues to be Josh Berry. Ty Gibbs is in the transfer spot in second, but Dave Mooney just in front of this lead trio is a gentleman by the name of Michael McDowell. His car is seriously wounded. The rear skew is not completely out of whack. It's all he can do to break to make it through the corners, and I've got a feeling he might get another piece of Ty Gibbs if he gets the opportunity. Yeah, i got a feeling you're right, and it's going to happen here very shortly. Ten to go next time by. Top two transfer, Josh Berry ready to get by. Michael McDowell will follow him into turn three. He gives way. McDowell does. Allows Berry to drive underneath him with no challenge. Here comes Gibbs. Try to get under him. McDowell squeezes him down low. Tries to get him. No, he missed him. I think he tried to hook him on the front chute, but his car was not handling well enough. He gave it a shot. The fans were anticipation. They were looking forward to it because they all rose to their feet as one. Nine laps to go in the open. Top two will advance, and they come off turn number four. Here comes Josh Berry. He's got a three, maybe four-car length advantage over Ty Gibbs. All eyes now on Eric Elmarola. Finishing third means nothing here tonight. He's going to have to reel him in, and he's going to have to do it quickly. He's got a couple of car lengths to try and erase before he can get to the back bumper of Ty Gibbs. He pushes it deep into three, washes up the track, and loses another car length. He does as the laps get fewer. There's eight to go now. Very comfortable by three car lengths. Al Marola washes up the racetrack. Giving it all he's got and maybe just a little bit more, and it's just not happening right now for the Smithfield Ford driver. Al Marola a lap ago was two car lengths behind. Now that gap has doubled. Yeah, and it happened down in turn number one. He drove it in deep. Car got out from underneath him. He washed it and uh, carried it all the way up the racetrack. He's not done yet, though. Six to go next time by. It's back down to two car lengths as Almarola tries to reel in. Young Ty Gibbs. Gibbs quite literally 
literally running for his life as the laps wind down. There is a big old bullseye on the back bumper of that matte black Toyota of Gibbs. And the guy that's got him in the crosshairs is Eric Almarola. He's a car length off the back bumper. About half the grandstands last time by were giving Michael McDowell the slow down, wait for him again signal. Doesn't look like he's interested in doing that. The battle for the final spot is now out of turn four, and it's down to a car length. Five laps to go, and this time Ty Gibbs slipped up off four, and Eric Elmarola is there. This is the battle for second and the opportunity to transfer into the All-Star. What would you do for a berth in the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series All-Star race? Michael McDowell's got a decision to make, but he's not close enough. Still a car link back. If you want to win a million dollars, you got to be in the top two to have a chance. McDowell, a car length in arrears of the transfer spot off turn two. Here they come, off two to the back straightaway. Ty Gibbs by less than a car length over Eric Almarola. Josh Berry is well clear and gone with the lead. The battle will be for the final spot. Nobody cares about who is running fourth right now. For that matter, nobody cares who's out front. It happens to be Josh Berry. But everybody watching this battle for second between Ty Gibbs and Eric Elmarola. In the back straightaway, it is still a car length and a half, maybe two. Almarola is going to have to pull a rabbit out of the hat, and he's going to have to do it quickly. There is some lap traffic. Ryan Newman still ahead. That could help Eric Almarola. Eric Almarola's got to catch him probably down in the turn one, guys, and just give him a tap in the rear bumper, set him up a track a little bit if he thinks he's going to win this thing. But I think just playing it nice all the way around this racetrack, not going to get him anything. He's not catching him, really. He's got to do a dive bomb move. One more shot. White flag is waiting for everybody. Off turn number four. It's in the air. One more opportunity to make the all-star race. One more shot for Eric Elmarola. It's going to take a miracle. He's two car lengths back. Slides underneath the Ryan Newman lap car, but he's not close enough to do anything. Josh Berry into turn three. Three car lengths up on Gibbs, then three more to Almarola. Off turn number four, checkered flag in the air. The open is complete. Josh Berry is an all-star in the NASCAR Cup Series. Ty Gibbs is an all-star in the NASCAR Cup Series. They advance to the main event. All we have to do now is wait and find out who won the fan vote. This one's in the books. We're back in North Wilkesboro Speedway. The open is over. The fan vote winner is Noah Gregson, and he's with Steve Post. Noah Gregson, fan vote winner. What does that mean to you, young man? Uh, It means the world. It's so awesome. Uh, All the support from the fans. I mean, we see it week in and week out, uh, and it doesn't go unnoticed. So I really appreciate it. This team appreciates uh, all the support, and uh, we get to race in the All-Star race. We got a little beat up there in that that, uh, that heat race, unfortunately. I just misjudged it into one and, and hit the inside wall, and, um, you know, that's, that's my fault. But you guys really pull it through for this uh, number 42 Legacy Motor Club team. It, it means the world, and uh, we're going to go out there and race for you guys, get to, get to you know, have the opportunity to race for a million bucks. So thanks to all the fans. I can't say it enough. Uh, you guys make this team, you know, fire on all cylinders every single week, your guys' support, and uh, we hear you guys, so thank you. Any concern about the condition of the car? What was that like over the final run of it? concern yeah i think we got a bent toe link so we're gonna try and work on it um we'll see you know what, what happens but um nonetheless it's it's still an exciting opportunity uh, to be able to race at this historic racetrack and um to be able to do it in front of all these fans it's it's the revival of this place so um, we're, we've been having a great time and uh we're gonna go try and put on a show
I am sure he will. That is Noah Gregson picking up the fan vote here this afternoon at North Wilkesboro Speedway. We're going to keep it right down here, slide on over and talk to the race winner, Josh Berry, down here, talking to his crew chief, Blake Harris, trying to figure a game plan on what they want to do with this automobile. Josh, congratulations getting a win here in this race. You talked to Kim Kuhn earlier and said this car deserves to be in. How was the car? Kind of describe the way the race unfolded for you. Yeah, it was solid. Uh, the first run, you know, we, we lost a little bit more to tie than we had hoped. I think, obviously, this is all an experiment for everyone, right? And and even after last night, not a lot of data um, across our company here from the different cars with all the weather we had last night. So, um, man, they made good adjustments at halfway. Uh, Todd was still probably a little bit better than us, at least the front half of the run, but he got hung up with the 34. I don't know what that guy was doing. And uh, we were able to capitalize on that and stretch it out, man. So I'm um, just really happy for Hendrick Motorsports and Ally. Um, they, these guys have been working really hard and, and really believed in me through the last month, and it really means a lot to to uh, be to ra- get to race in the all-star race in front of all these fans. No doubt. In front of all these fans, it's a raucous crowd, and they got to see Josh, uh, Josh Berry pick up the win here in the all-star open kim coon well michael mcdowell got a little chippy out there we saw your displeasure with the 54 of ty gibbs what do you think he did wrong and what kind of message were you trying to send him well i mean he just drove me you know all the way through the corner and into the 31 and and wrecked both of us i mean it's pretty clear none of us were going to make the corner with with the 54 driving me you know wide open into the corner so um you know i mean listen it's short track racing we're all trying to get into the the all-star race it's a big night um so people are going to leave with hurt feelings and you know tempers are going to flare and that's part of it you know it, it sucks that the guy that moved you and moved a lot of cars made it in um but you know at the same time like i'm not going to wreck him and send him out or do something stupid with a with a broken car just wanted to let him know that it's unacceptable and he knows that i mean he knows what he's doing out there he just he gets away with a lot more than he should and um you know it's unfortunate you know i felt like our freight auction ford mustang was pretty good and we got a good restart and we were making things happen and then we just got nailed in your opinion because of what ty did do you think he deserves to be in the nascar all-star race well he raced his way in so absolutely right i mean that's just part of it man i'm not a poor sport you know like racing's racing um you know you just hate to get cleaned out like that so uh, that sucks, but it is what it is. That is Michael McDowell, again, showing his displeasure on the racetrack with Ty Gibbs. So let's hear from that driver. Steve Post is standing alongside. Yes, indeed. Ty Gibbs down here with the race car. Ty, you, Michael McDowell, a couple of times out there, you ran across each other. What happened the first time? What happened the second time with you and Michael? Yeah, I mean, I, I 100% understand his frustration. I mean, I moved him out of the way, but I try to make it an open. They fence us and completely wrecked us for 18th at Martinsville out of nowhere. Uh, so I think, I mean, I didn't hit him after the race at all when that happened. So um, it's just a learning experience, I think. And uh, we'll just keep digging. I mean, we made it in, so that's all that matters. And, um, I mean, it's the Open. It's the LCQ. Everybody's doing Hail, Hail Marys and stuff like that. I mean, I think they all wad each other up in one. So uh, I understand his frustration. But at the same time, I, I mean, we got completely clobbered at Martinsville for 18th. So, and I never got said anything. I never reacted. So I, I feel like... Uh, just got to keep rolling and um, worry about the future. And, and we got to race for a million dollars tonight. So that's pretty cool. I think our car's really fast. Uh, we had a little damage there getting and getting hit by him on the apron. I tried to go on the apron down there. It took probably a little bit too early and slid. Um, so we're going to get that fixed up and we'll keep digging. Going to get it fixed up. That's Ty Gibbs down here. He is going to race for a million dollars here in the NASCAR All-Star Race. And now you know... 
all of the story. One from Michael McDowell, one from Ty Gibbs. You be the judge. By the way, the three that transferred, Noah Gregson, Josh Berry, and Ty Gibbs, all will be making their first appearance in the NASCAR All-Star Race coming up later on tonight. Why don't we give you a look at how they wrapped up, presented by Sunoco. Sunoco puts the same focus and care that goes into the fuel at its stations that it does for the race fuel that powers the fastest racing machines around the world. Sunoco fueling NASCAR for 20 years. Josh Berry picks up the win. He's an all-star. Ty Gibbs second. He too will be an all-star. Finishing in third is Eric Almarola. Ryan Priest was fourth. A.J. Allmendinger was fifth. J.J. Yaley was sixth. Noah Gregson finished seventh, but he got the fan vote, so he, too, will race in the All-Star main event. Ty Dillon finished eighth. Corey LaJoy was ninth. Josh Balicki finished in tenth. And the rest of the running order, 11th, Harrison Burton, Ryan Newman, 12th, Michael McDowell, 13th, 14th, Justin Haley, Todd Gilliland, 15th, 16th to Chandler Smith, the three that advance, Josh Berry, Ty Gibbs, or uh, Ty Gibbs and and uh, Noah Gregson. Sun continues to set. The LED lights have been illuminated. Getting set to go racing. There are 200 total laps in today's event. All right, so let's take a swing around this racetrack that you just described. 200 laps will make up the distance. One million dollars waiting at the end of it all. 0.625 miles in length. It's just like the short track you have back home, wherever you might be listening. Let's bring in one more voice ready to call the action. There will be plenty of it from just outside of turn number four from Barry, Vermont. It is Dave Moody. Thank you, Jeff Striegel. Good evening once again, everyone. High above turn four here at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Let's give you the tail of the tape for this very unique racetrack. Just 13 degrees of banking in turns one, two, three, and four. You actually race downhill into turn one, uphill into turn number three. Bottom of the racetrack, there's actually a concrete apron at the bottom of the track between the inside wall and the racing surface. We've seen some drivers use that asphalt to find a little bit of extra grip. It has been an amazing last hour here at North Wilkesboro Speedway. I don't know what it felt like to be at Woodstock, but I've got a feeling it didn't feel a whole lot different than this. These people know what they missed, and they know how happy they are to have it back. Before the cars even rolled, it was one of the best nights of the season so far, and the best is yet to come. We'll cover it all from high atop turn four. Let's bring you some more inside information on tonight's race. We start at the exit of Pit Lane and the Motor Racing Network lead pit reporter from Halstead, Pennsylvania, Steve Post. 1996, the last time the Cup Series engines roared around Wilkes, uh, North Wilkesboro Speedway here, and the winner that day was Jeff Gordon. We talked to William Byron. He talked about the pressure of the 24 being the race winner. Had a chance to catch up and spend a little time with Jeff Gordon just a little bit ago, and he said, honestly, I don't remember much about it because, remember, Gordon was winning, seems like, every week that time of his career. He said, but then I walked back in here, and the memories started to come back. He spent a lot of time this week and today with Ray Evernham as crew chief, and the memories are flooding back, and that's what we have here tonight. Memories flooding back, and we're going to make some more, and he's hoping one of those Hendrick cars, and maybe even William Byron, goes to victory lane. William starts in the sixth spot. Kim Kuhn? Well, we touched on our pre-race coverage, but Kevin Harvick is competing in his last NASCAR all 
All-Star race. And for the return to North Wilkesboro, Kevin brought back the number 29, the number he drove throughout 2001, the number that launched his career, and that was his idea. Earlier this weekend, Kevin spoke earnestly about the number and comparing it to the return to North Wilkesboro. He described this facility as something that hits the hardcore fans differently, something that moves the needle. He thought that was very similar to the number 29. Kevin said it's not really about the car or his name. It's really about the moment for NASCAR, and those two things are the same. The sentiment it brings to the race fans. And guys, the fans, they have shown up here tonight. They have indeed, and there is your broadcast team now. Steve Post and Kim Kuhn ready to go down on pit road. There'll be a lot of activity down there as well. Dave Moody's got you covered outside turn number four. My name is Jeff Striegel. Alongside is Alex Hayden and NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace. We've had a truck race, two heat races in an open, and one thing we know for sure, if you're out front, plant the car on the bottom and make them move you if they're going to get by you. Everything we've seen all week long so far, Jeff, the fast lane is right on the bottom. you got to stay on the bottom. If you get high, you're probably going to get passed on the low side. Now, will the second lane start coming in a little bit as this race goes? I don't know, but uh, it's 200 laps, and we'll find out. There's no doubt about that. 200 laps should be able to lay some rubber down, so maybe we can use more of the track. Chief starter Shannon Bednarik gives us the one-to-go signal on top of the flag stand. The field tightens up two-by-two two behind Kip Childers, who drives the pace car. Well, you take a look around this facility, and they are jammed into the grandstands, into the suites, on top of Victory Lane, anywhere they can to get a view of what's going to be something special. And we're glad to have you with us live on the Motor Racing Network, the 39th annual NASCAR all-star event. A million dollars is on the line and for the start from Goldsboro, North Carolina. It is the Motor Racing Network's Alex Hayden. Daniel Suarez is on the inside of the front row. Chris Busher flanks him to his right elbow. Field through turns three and four. Fans on their feet. Off turn four. Green flag goes in the air. We're officially racing at North Wilkesboro. Daniel Suarez leads the field off turn two. A tremendous jump by Suarez will send him easily away with the lead. Logano follows him through for second. The battle is for third. Chase Briscoe to the low line. Chris Busher, the outside pole sitter, trying to hang on to third. Yeah, not a good start for Busher. Spun the tires on the start. He's going to plummet back outside of the top five. Battle for the lead is already shaping up off turn number two. Joey Logano hunting quickly on the Daniel Suarez machine down the back straightaway, but Suarez maintains a lead of about a half a car length. Two more back to Chase Briscoe in third. Chris Busher continues his backslide from the outside of the front row to start the race. He is going to fall now, trying to get back in line, but he can't do it around the 10th spot. They've got him hung out to dry toward the tail end of the top 10. Underneath him goes Ryan Blaney. Underneath him now, Chase Elliott. Martin Truex Jr. in hot pursuit to fill that inside lane. Nowhere to go right now for Chris Buescher. Uh Denny Hamlin right underneath Christopher Bell. Really hung him out to the outside. Denny had a good run. Got a good bite off a of turn two. 
And good drag race down the back straight with Christopher Bell. Yeah, fortunately for Christopher Bell, he was able to tuck in line right behind William Byron, just outside of the top five. Off from turn number four, they come. Trackhouse racing out front. That is the driver from Monterey, Mexico, Daniel Suarez, leading the All-Star early. A very popular win last night in his qualifying heat race. He's got the advantage by less than a car length over Logano. Two back to the third place machine of Chase Briscoe. Danny Hamlin rides in the fourth spot. William Byron is fifth. Byron is right there as they dig down at the bottom of the racetrack. Here's Logano in second. He'll take a peek to the inside of Suarez. Logano has thoughts of grabbing the lead. Keeping Daniel Suarez honest through turns one and two, but Daniel, as he did last night, gets a tremendous jump off the bottom in turn number two and puts a car length and a half between himself and Logano. Joey Logano right now second, Chase Briscoe third, Denny Hamlin up to fourth, and William Byron fifth. Right now, Dave, everybody content to ride on the bottom of the racetrack. I think they're content right now, Jeff, to kind of feel out their race cars and see what they got, with the possible exception of Denny Hamlin. He's on the march again. Opens up some daylight to the inside of the Chase Briscoe car. Hamlin to third. Byron will follow him through for fourth. Briscoe back in line fifth. He'll snap it in line behind them for sixth. It's up for grabs. A little paint being traded there. Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell, and Chase Elliott. Bell got shuffled up to the outside lane. Blaney underneath him will take over position number six. Chase Elliott tried to squeeze underneath contact in turn three. Well, Blaney used a bumper to move Bell up and out of the groove. Oh, Bell with a big save. Kozlowski will get by. Christopher Bell just trying to regain the rhythm. He got way sideways at the exit of turn number four. Overpowered the right rear tire. That's going to cost him for the next few laps and maybe over the entire balance of this tire run. He's got it back in line now at the tail end of the top ten. Yeah, one car looks like he's really in trouble right now. The last place car, Tyler Reddick. I didn't expect that. I thought he'd really be flying through this field. Really good on the short track, but something wrong with that 45 car. Looks like just not handling good at all. No, and he is, as Rusty's pointed out, in last place, losing positions and losing car lengths further back. But we look up at the front of the field. Suarez hanging on to the top spot. Dave, the battle begins to heat up for the runner-up position. Denny Hamlin is the man on the move here in the early going. If he's conserving tires, he's doing it while still keeping up very good pace. He has closed in on the back bumper of Joey Logano for second place. Well, Denny Hamlin right now is up six spots in only 11 laps further back. Christopher Bell getting jacked up. Back to the front. Battle for second. Denny Hamlin on the move. Make it seven spots up for Denny Hamlin. He makes short work of Joey Logano. Logano slams the door in the face of William Byron. He'll drop back to the third spot. Byron now fourth. Byron is right there. So he's got a mirror full of Chase Briscoe off of turn number four. Lap number 12 goes up on the leaderboard. Suarez by three car lengths over now Denny Hamlin and the battle is on for third. And we'll see if Hamlin can close that gap over the next few laps. Gano's got his hands full for third. William Byron right there on the back bumper. Chase Briscoe in the ballpark as well. Denny Hamlin's car, guys, looks really strong off a of turn. Two. It looks like it really launches off the bottom and down that back straight. We have a lot of forward bite. That car looks like it's handling probably better than any car in the field right now. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And his Joe Gibbs racing teammate is also on the move. Alex Hayden, Denny Hamlin up seven, and so is his teammate. Ty Gibbs, who transferred in in the second spot in the open. Ty Gibbs is rolling through the back of the field. He now goes to work on the Daytona 500 champion Ricky Stenhouse.
Jr. trying to get even with him, and they nearly get together. A little bit of contact on the entrance to turn number one. They get away. Gibbs on the inside. Stenhouse on the outside. No doubt Ty Gibbs is carrying the mail here. Whether he's charging too hard in the early going remains to be seen. Well, give him the spot. He will get by Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Trouble. We've turn got... four. Stenhouse gets clipped by Eric Jones. Around he goes. Keeps it off the inside wall. Straightens it out at the start. Finish line. Stenhouse tried to get back to the bottom. Eric Jones had his foot in the door in turn four. Lap 15. Caution flag number one. Daniel Suarez leading early here. Stenhouse spins off turn number four to put us under the caution flag. Eric Jones got Ricky loose off him four, and around he went. Pit Road is going to open up right now. Two sets of Goodyear racing tires that they can use before lap 100. Another set that they can use after what do we expect to see? Rusty, I'll start with you. I think it's a little too early to come down pit road, personally. I mean, we're only 17 laps into this race. The pace looks like it's still going pretty well. If I was them, I'd probably stay out on the racetrack right now. I wouldn't want to lose that track position. Yeah, it's looking like the majority are going to stay on the track. However, Austin Dillon, Bubba Wallace, Eric Jones, they all will elect to come to pit lane as well as the rest of the back half of the field. they got to work their way through turns three and four on the inside on the pit lane. Let's start with Kim Kuhn. Kyle Larson, the crew already changed the right tires. Now it's to the left. He said the car is definitely better than it was yesterday. Here you go. Down and away is Kyle Larson after they take a drink of Sunoco fuel. You mentioned Bubba Wallace. He was free and said, do not free me up anymore. I actually need to be a little bit tighter. Steve Post. Austin Dillon brought his Chevy Camaro in. They're going to put four tires Sunoco racing fuel on that one. Handle just wasn't where he needed it to be. There he goes down and away. Stenhouse is rolling off from pit road. As Kim mentioned, Kyle Larson was in, Eric Jones in, Noah Gregson pit stops here on lap number 18. Daniel Suarez opted for the inside lane and he's going to maintain the lead. Into turn number three, Chase Briscoe took the high lane. It's not going to work out. Hamlin underneath him for second. Now he's going to have to fight off Joey Logano. Yeah, all he wants to do is get to the bottom. Oh, he gets it to Logano and Briscoe up the racetrack. He will save it. Logano will get by and hold on to third. Now Chase Briscoe is going to have to find some room to the bottom. Can he slide in in front of Chase Elliott? He gets it done. Briscoe will hold on to fourth. Elliott now fifth and William Byron and Martin Truitt. One driver we did not mention in the top five. That's Kyle Larson. Busted for speeding on pit road. Had to start at the back of the field. But Dave, he's working the outside lane and working it well. He is trying to. Ty Gibbs just got rooted up four wide into turn two. Everybody gets by. Larson got boxed around a little bit, but he has found his way back to the bottom of the racetrack. Eric Jones was the one that got into Ty Gibbs and moved him up the racetrack, and Ty lost about six spots. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, Denny Hamlin's on the move. The march continues for Denny Hamlin as he is now all over the back bumper of the Daniel Suarez machine for the number one spot. Suarez hugging the bottom down. Well, Hamlin right there off turn four. And he will take a peek to the inside at the start-finish line. Nothing doing. Daniel Suarez maintains the top spot. Hamlin does not give up the fight. Denny Hamlin looking low again at the exit of turn number two, but Suarez outdrags him by a half a car length. Then it's two more back to Joey Logano. Three more back to Chase Briscoe in fourth. Fifth spot. Two more back is Chase Elliott. 
that last pit stop, hardly anybody pitted up front. They stayed on the racetrack. And I'll tell you what, guys, I don't see them slipping and sliding around a lot. Looks like those tires are still good on those front leaders. Boy, three wide going into turn number one. Harvick, Kyle Larson, and Eric Jones. Let's follow that off of turn number two. Very hard racing back around the 15th to 18th position. Harvick comes out of that little scrum with the best position. Kyle Larson will follow him now to the inside of Eric Jones. Lap 26 is on the board. It's Daniel Suarez, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, your front three. The rest of the top five will see Chase Briscoe and Chase Elliott. Jeff, the front, uh, what, seven, ten cars are all going to go single file. They're entire conservation mode, but those drivers towards the middle of the pack and back, it's a free-for-all. Well, and right now, they are the quickest cars on the racetrack. No surprise. Brand new Goodyear Racing Eagles. Dave Moody, Noah Gregson, the fastest his car on the racetrack and he wants more. He does indeed and there's a problem now on the Christopher Bell machine. He came off the pace coming out of turn number two. Maybe the guys behind him were just working a little harder than he wanted to work but he pulled over and let two cars pass. Yeah, he did, and those two cars he let go were drivers on fresher Goodyear tires. Up front, Hamlin was on the march again. Denny Hamlin, a car length back, trying to reel in Daniel Suarez, but Suarez doing a pretty good job at the front of the field, keeping Hamlin at arm's length. 29 down, and Suarez has led all 29. Hamlin is up seven positions to put the pressure on him. He's second. Joey Logano right now is third. Logano about five, maybe six car lengths behind the second place of Hamlin. It's two more back to Briscoe, two more to Elliott, two more to Byler, and then right on his back bumper is Martin Truex Jr. Kevin Harvick stuck on the outside lane further back. Bubba Wallace will go by to his left. Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch, he'll follow suit. It is Harvick on the outside lane in a free-for-all, making their way up off of turn number two. When you get shuffled to that high groove, you're going nowhere and you're going there fast. Kevin Harvick lost three positions in less than half a lap. Finally comes down into the low groove. He'll hold off the bid by Austin Cindric. Gosh, I tell you, it just makes you wonder who's saving tires and who's not. I'm looking at Kyle Busch coming down into turn one right now. I didn't expect him to be that far back in the field right now. Kevin Harvick, we talked about. Austin Sindrick, he's in the back, too. And Ross Chastain, here's Mr. Controversy. He's always up front. He's struggling, too. The guys could be saving some tires. Well, let's find out. Battle for the lead right now, separated by a half a car length. We were talking about Kevin Harvick. He would love to get a brand-new set of Goodyear Racing Eagles. Kim Kuhn? And an adjustment. Harvick came on the radio and said it is driving like a dump truck. Absolutely sideways off the corner. They've been relegated into the 20th position. Kevin Harvick in that 29 car looking for fresh tires and adjustments on that Ford Mustang. I would venture to say Christopher Bell is in the same camp. He was riding all along right there in the middle of the line and suddenly the car darted to his right up off turn number four and that enabled Tyler Reddick to drive on by. So there's a lot of drivers, Jeff, right now that are struggling on these older tires, but that was to be expected. Yeah, and the new tire drivers have come as high as 11th position. Noah Gregson on new, Larson Berry, uh, Eric Jones, and Tyler Reddick. They're all on new tires, and they run 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15th. But 
I'll tell you what, Dave, doing a great job in conservation mode and still holding everybody at bay is Daniel Suarez. Doing an outstanding job, Jeff. He's, he's looking in that rear mirror, and every time Denny Hamlin gets a little closer, Suarez will pick up the pace for a couple of laps and reestablish that two-car length lead. So it's been a bit of an accordion at the front, but it's working in favor of Suarez. Daniel Suarez is getting off the corners as well, if not better than anybody else. Suarez's car, Rusty, you pointed it out earlier in the broadcast. When you come off turn four, since it's downhill, you got to point that thing in a straight line towards the outside wall at the start finish line. He's doing it. Yeah, that's one of the tricks you got to use right here at North Wilkesboro, especially off of turn four. Since it runs downhill, the car tries to get loose and unload. And what you got to do, you got to drive it off of turn four in a dead straight line, and you got to aim to the outside wall right at the start finish line. That gives you a nice approach down the straightaway without spinning the tires. Not so much really in the back straightaway because you're going up up the straightaway and you're really not spinning the tires. Well, here's a look at the top ten presented by Liberty University. Liberty University, where you can win one of several scholarships in the LU24 $60,000 scholarship giveaway. Go to liberty.edu slash 24 for details. Daniel Suarez on lap number 38 continues to lead. He's led them all so far. Denny Hamlin right now a close second. Joey Logano third. Chase Briscoe fourth. And Chase Elliott is fifth. William Byron in the Liberty University Chevrolet goes sixth. Martin Truex Jr. is seventh. Ryan Blaney eighth. Kyle Larson ninth. And Brad Kozlowski completes the top ten. It's Suarez out front on lap number 40. Kyle Larson is rolling through this field, and the fans recognize it every time Kyle Larson comes by the start-finish line. Half the crowd stands up and points towards turn number one. Let's go. Let's keep it rolling. Larson right now up to fifth, Alex. He came to pit road on lap 18 with a handful of other cars and got busted for speeding on pit road, had to start at the very back of the field. He has worked his way now up into the top five to the number five spot. So Larson is on the march. He's going to go to work now on the Chase Briscoe car. Briscoe's not even going to put up a fight. He knows faster when he sees it in the rearview mirror. Well, he pulled down to the bottom. Larson looked like he was going to drive around the outside, and then Briscoe said, no, I think I'll fight you for it. And a little bit more up front, Denny Hamlin, he was right on the bumper, Daniel Suarez, and really took a shot at him getting into turn right in the middle, turn one and two, and actually missed a little bit, guys, and slid up the racetrack, got out of the groove, and he lost a couple cars right there. Well, the next time you need tires, think of Goodyear. Goodyear racing Eagles right now, taking Kyle Larson to the front of the field, and it's happening in a hurry. He's on the move again, and he's looking for third. Not many things in this sport more impressive than Kyle Larson when he's got the right race car underneath him. He has reeled in Joey Logano right on his back bumper, hunting for third place in turn three. How patient will Larson be with Logano as they come to the line? Lap number 50. Logano is going to move to the outside. He doesn't have to be patient. He just drives right on by Joey Logano to take third. Kyle Larson using that concrete strip on the inside of three and four. Nobody else even flirting with it. Last time by, Larson had all four tires in the concrete to make that pass on Joey Logano. In 
30 laps, Kyle Larson has picked up 15 positions. Yes, you can pass here. Kevin Harvick way up the racetrack. Is that Harvick? No, it's Kyle Busch. He's just having an awful night running at the tail end of the field. Our focus, though, Alex Hayden, is at the front of the field. I think we thought at one point it would be Denny Hamlin that would run down Suarez and take the lead, but I have a feeling now it's the guy lurking in third. That's Kyle Larson. He's a truck, a car length now, maybe a car length and a half off of Hamlin's back bumper. Now, Larson's not the only one that took tires on lap 18. The next one in line is 11th and Josh Berry, but Dave, uh, Larson's the one that's showing he's got the car. Oh, there's no question about it. He's showing exactly what he and that HendrickCars.com Chevrolet team are made of. He's all over Hamlin. He's got him in turn one. Move Kyle Larson to position number two. Yeah, Kyle Larson's on the roll. I really love the way he's driving this racetrack, Dave. You mentioned how he's got that car right on the very bottom. All four tires on the concrete coming off of turn four. He did the same thing the other night in that truck race that he won. And I got to believe he learned something as he takes the lead, getting down in the turn one. Side by side for the race lead. The crowd losing their mind off to Dave. It's Kyle Larson. That was way too easy. Larson just drove under Daniel Suarez going into turn one, drove away in turn two. By the time they get to four, he's up by four car lengths. He is, and now Daniel Suarez is having to fight to hang on to the second spot. Denny Hamlin yet again has arrived on the back bumper. Hamlin having to work a lot harder than Larson did. As a matter of fact, he gets crossed up in turn number two. That allows Suarez to drive away by a couple of car lengths. So Daniel Suarez led the first 54. If you are joining us, Kyle Larson led lap 55 and now lap 56 over Daniel Suarez. And then comes Denny Hamlin. Hamlin under the gun. The Ford of Joey Logano right there off two. Hamlin got sideways, lit up that right rear tire and may now be paying the price for it. Joey Logano has closed in less than a car length behind as he looks for third place. They dig right down on the bottom of the racetrack. Larson making that low lane on the concrete patch work to his advantage. Clearly everybody else is taking notice of that. Dave, it looks like they're trying to run the same line, but they just simply can't do it like Larson. Well, nobody can do it like Larson right now, but a lot of them have begun to try. Joey Logano has gone down to the concrete a couple of times. He'll do it again here. Ross Chastain further back in the pack. Josh Berry, Eric Jones, they're all trying to run the Larson line. Well, Eric Jones was trying to run the Larson line last time by in front of Dave Moody and caught the wall. It is just a matter of centimeters that separate these cars from the inside retaining walls. Kyle Larson out front waving goodbye to everybody, at least at this point. Kim Kuhn has been following it. And as soon as Kyle took the lead, Cliff Daniels, the crew chief for the number five team, came on the radio and gave Kyle a directive. He said, your mission now is to take care of those tires, but without giving it away. Be responsible. So right now, Kyle Larson at the point, listening to his crew chief. We'll see what he can do as we work through this race in terms of tire management. Challenge and change for the number three spot. Joey Logano up and underneath Denny Hamlin. So Logano goes to third, but everybody continues to chase Kyle Larson. Well, the fastest two cars on the racetrack. 
are one lap down William Byron and two lap down Kyle Busch, but they've got brand new Goodyear tires on, and they look like Superman right now, Rusty Wallace. The problem is they're not on the lead lap. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, they're all looking at what Kyle Larson did, how fast Kyle got from the back to the front, and they're thinking, hey, man, if he's doing it, I could do it with these new tires. you got to believe that's what the strategy is. Just get all the all the speed you can. Keep the speed in the car. Keep the speed because of the tires up front. So we'll see what happens. Well, Steve Post and Rusty just said, if Kyle Larson can do it, everybody can do it. Is that the case on the radio? Not right now. Listen to the radio traffic for Daniel Suarez. They said that he is running the concrete, and we have no idea how he's doing it. Daniel went down there and tried it a few laps. They told him, you are doing a great job running in second spot. Don't worry about that concrete right now. Just keep running your line. And Daniel Suarez has gone back up the racetrack and continues to do a good job in that second spot. William Byron right now a second, a lap quicker than the race leader in Kyle Larson. Problem is, is that William Byron is three quarters of a lap behind Kyle to unlap himself. That wouldn't even be for the lead. That's just to get back on the lead lap. Got a good battle for second shaping up. Here it comes off turn number two. Daniel Suarez, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, that second, third, and fourth. Suarez has got his hands full with Joey Logano, who's closed in from about five car lengths back in the last five laps. Then it's another five back to Denny Hamlin, who's really got a handful of race car right now. That car has gone scary loose when he gets back to the throttle. Uh, is it the car that's scary loose, or is it the tires are just gone, Dave, and you got no choice but to be scary loose? I think that's what we're dealing with, with a lot of these drivers that did not make a pit stop. I think you're exactly right. We saw Denny Hamlin turn that thing sideways in turn two about eight or nine laps ago. Wondered if it might cause him some problems later on. And the rear end of that car is kind of doing its own thing right now. All right, so here's the differential between first and second. Kyle Larson will enter turn number three. Alex, as Daniel Suarez is coming off turn number two. It is impressive. It really is. Almost the, the full length of a straightaway here at the North Wilkesboro Speedway for Kyle Larson. And yes, the tires for Larson have got to have plateaued out that he took back on lap number 18, but he's still the fastest car on the racetrack, including William Byron and Kyle Busch, who have got even fresher tires. That tells you just how good the car is, and I think, Rusty, just how good the driver is. Yeah, he's a great driver. And I think he got a lot of experience in that truck race the other night, too, by winning that and understanding the line around this racetrack. He's looking very, very good on, on the track. You know, I was watching eight car a Kyle Busch. He's put new tires on. I thought he would just run them down, and uh, he just hasn't done that yet. He hasn't got through the field near as quick as Kyle Larson did. Well, right now, Kyle Larson is two-tenths of a second quicker than Kyle Busch on brand-new tires. All right, we are 77 laps down. We are 23 away from what we expect to see as a NASCAR caution flag. Here's your top ten. Kyle Larson dominating by seven seconds over Daniel Suarez and Joey Logano. They go 2-3. Denny Hamlin, fourth. Chase Briscoe, fifth. Chase Elliott, sixth. Chris Buescher and Bubba Wallace go seven and eight. Ninth is Ryan Blaney. And Tyler Reddick has rebounded, and he's 
continues up to 10th. And Kevin Harvick has just gone a lap down. Harvick gets lapped by Larson. Larson now sets his sights on Brad Keselowski, the 19th place driver. Jeff, he's in jeopardy of going a lap down. Yeah, indeed he is. It's going to happen in a hurry. Now, right behind Kyle Larson is Kyle Busch. Busch on those newer tires trying to get a lap back. Keselowski trying to stay on the lead lap. Yeah, that's not going to work for Brad, for sure. He just pulls over the bottom, signals defeat, lets Larson go. Kyle Busch now will try and do the same, but he gets a little sideways in the middle of three and four. Keselowski stays. Uh, now he's going to fall a lap down. Here's Kyle Busch. He got held up just a moment. Kyle Busch is two laps down after a scheduled green flag pit stop, but he's on the about what four car lengths off the back bumper of the race leader. Got a little bit more work to do as they race down the back straightaway. He's definitely got the quicker car on the fresher tires. It would be interesting to see how hard Kyle Larson works to keep Bush in the rear view. All right, something also to make note of. Alex, you were just pointing it out. William Byron at one point was in free pass position for the next caution flag. That's gone out the window. It's Brad, then Kevin, then Sindrick, then Stenhouse. Then you get back to William Byron because Larson is lapping the field. Good race inside the top five. Fourth and fifth are up for grabs coming through turns three and four. Denny Hamlin has it. Chase Briscoe is wanting it. And Bubba Wallace is looking on as they come off turn number four. Back to the start finish line. Denny Hamlin had been so good for so long, Dave. And he's just counting the laps until he can get to pit road now. Chase Briscoe right on his back bumper. Bubba Wallace now looking to the inside on Briscoe. He'll take that spot into three. As they make the way up off turn four, if you're a Kyle Busch fan, he got one of his two laps back. Just drove around Kyle Larson with those fresher Goodyear Eagles. The battle for that fourth, fifth, and sixth positions continues off turn number two. Makes their way to the back straightaway. Hamlin now. His lead over Bubba Wallace is long gone. Here's a challenge. Chase Briscoe is going to be overhauled. William Byron on those fresher tires will bypass him. And remember, he is one lap down, so he is just trying to get back on the lead lap. So you've got a pretty good battle, Dave, from second on back. You've got Suarez, Logano, Denny Hamlin, Bubba Wallace, and more. But they might as well be in a different area code from the leader. Kyle Larson going into turn one right now. Daniel Suarez is in turn three. Denny Hamlin nearly threw it away. He is sideways. He'll lose the spot to Wallace. He'll lose the spot to the lap car of William Byron. He'll lose another spot to Chase Briscoe. Lap 85 goes on the board. There will be a competition caution at lap number 100. Dave, I'm not sure these drivers are going to be able to make it to lap 100 without an incident. Boy, I can only imagine the volume of screaming over the radios right now because they are hanging on for dear life. It's not just Denny Hamlin. It's the vast, vast majority of this field. It's 23 of the 24, I think, to be official. There's one driver right here, Rusty Wallace, that says, you know what? Leave it green. We'll go all the way to lap 200. He is rocking out there, but everybody else is screaming for a caution. And you're talking about Cal Larson, and that's right. I mean, I really like what Cal Larson did a little while ago. Cal Bush caught him right here in the front straight when he said, you know what? He just moved over, said, go on. I am not going to wear these tires at all. He's really taking care of the tires in that five car to get it to at least lap 100. But currently, he is dominating, guys. He's got the car to beat tonight. The strategy was great coming down, putting tires on it. Looked really good. 
Suarez. The uh, car running second is Daniel Suarez. We'll let William Byron go by. Byron again on some fresher tires. He is a lap down, however. Martin Trex Jr. is the last car on the lead lap. I don't think that's going to last. And Dave, as I finish the sentence, it's over with. Yeah, it, it didn't even take long. And I don't think MTJ was up for much of a fight either. He knows a faster race car when he sees one. Larson drives around him, and he's already gone by six car lengths. Well, he's about to put a lap on Ty Gibbs. And Ty Gibbs, if you missed it earlier, second in the open, second in the open to Josh Berry. He had a rocket ship for a while there, Dave, and now he's in danger of going a lap down. He really is. It's, uh, it's only a matter of time, I think, for Ty Gibbs. Good battle for third. Logano getting his back bumper hammered by Bubba Wallace. Bubba wants to go. Joey Logano says, okay, you want it that badly, you can have it. He pulls up to the outside of turn three. Let's Bubba Wallace move on by to third place. So it's Larson, Suarez, Wallace, Logano, Chase Briscoe, top five. And all they need to do now, Dave, is hang on for about another eight laps. It sounds easy when you say it that way, but based on some of these things that some of the things that these cars are doing all on their own volition. It's not as easy as it sounds unless you're Kyle Larson. Bubba Wallace up to third, and he's on the same tire strategy as the race leader, Kyle Larson. Suarez currently second, but here comes Bubba Wallace. Wallace is there at the exit of turn number two, only about a car length back now. Daniel Suarez will see how much fight he is willing and or able to put up as Bubba Wallace closes in. Brand new tires is going to pay dividends yet again. Bubba Wallace is on them. Daniel Suarez is not. Here they tell me to turn number one. Bubba's right there now. Looking low at the exit of turn number two. That's been Suarez's strength so far tonight. And it is again. He'll pull Bubba Wallace by a half a car length. From up here in the broadcast booth, I'm looking out the window at this five car and comparing him to the second place car. Guys, he is over a half a lap ahead of the field. Not a straightaway. I'm talking a half a lap. That's a long way ahead. And Kyle Larson being the race leader, being very patient with the last car on the lead lap. That's Ty Gibbs as the battle for seconds in turn three. Here they come into three. Bubba Wallace pressure tires. He's going to take it as he dives down to the inside. He'll drop kick Daniel Suarez back to third. So four to go now before what we expect to see a caution flag at lap 100 as we're working lap number 96. Bubba Wallace a good run so far. Davies midway down the back straightaway. He's done a great job so far. Has immediately pulled away from Daniel Suarez by a couple of Carling. It's five more back to Joey Logano. And uh, to follow up on your point from a moment ago, I don't know that Kyle Larson's willing to work very hard to put Ty Gibbs a lap down right now. I don't think so. He's content right where he's at. Clearly, Larson has a good car. He is struggling, though. His car is beginning to move around and wiggle just a bit as his tires also are beginning to completely go away. 97 laps complete. The race leaders headed to turn three. Kyle Larson's car is beginning to act poorly, and it's about time because he has been a man among boys so far tonight. He continues to ride on the back bumper of Ty Gibbs. Yeah, if he wanted to, he could put Ty Gibbs a lap down, C. Bella a lap down, Josh Berry a lap down, but at the moment, he appears content to ride. Down the back straightaway, he will just follow the Ty Gibbs machine. 
Bubba Wallace has pulled away from that battle for second. He has sole possession of the runner-up spot. To the line, lap number 99 goes on the board. Should be the final lap before the competition caution scheduled at lap 100. Kyle Larson off turn two. Off turn two to the back straightaway. He'll race down that back stretch. Not really too worried about passing Ty Gibbs. A big line of traffic in front of him, but it's smooth sailing as he heads off turn four. And we are halfway here in the all-star event. 100 in, 100 to go, and it's Kyle Larson who is dominating right now. We do expect to see a caution, and it happens right now. So at lap 100, caution flag is out. Kyle Larson has dominated the first 100 laps. Pit road is open, and Kyle Larson, the race leader, is in. And he is already down and away. The crew, a lightning fast stop. Kyle asking Cliff, was there anyone as good as me there? He said no. Kyle saying it was fairly stable on entry. 25 to go is when I felt a change based on tire wear. Cliff asking anything big you need from the car. Kyle said no. Four tires, Sunoco fuel for Kyle Larson. Steve Post. Kyle Larson is down and away, and here he is at the exit of pit road. Larson wins the race off pit road. Bubba Wallace goes out second, and we wait, and we wait. Daniel Suarez goes out third. Looks like Kyler Reddick and Chase Briscoe side by side for fourth. In a word, loose. Loose race car for Daniel Suarez. Loose for Joey Logano, Chase Briscoe, Tyler Reddick, and others. Pit stops here at the end of the first half of the race here at North Wilkesboro. Strategy. Bubba Wallace, crew chief Booty Barker. They're going to do two tires on this exchange to get a little track position. He's up to second. Two big penalties for two cars. One of them, a speeding penalty for Ross Chastain. He'll start at the back of the field. The other penalty, an uncontrolled tire for Joey Logano. So Logano will have to go to the tail end of the field as well. So big mistakes there on pit lane. All right, before we go back under the green flag, let's take a look at the way they line up before the choose presented by Skechers. Skechers, the comfort and uh, fit specialist. Try Skechers. Relax fit, wide fit, stretch fit, arch fit, and many more. So we've got Kyle Larson, the race leader. Bubba Wallace is now second. Daniel Suarez is third. Tyler Reddick is fourth. And Chase Briscoe, fifth. Chase Elliott is sixth. Chris Busher, seventh. Ryan Blaney is eighth. Denny Hamlin, ninth. And Josh Berry is tenth. Eric Jones is eleventh. Ty Gibbs, twelfth. Christopher Bell, thirteenth. Austin Dillon, fourteenth. Ross Chastain, fifteenth. Martin Trux Jr. is sixteenth. And Joey Logano, because he was busted on pit road, he will be the last car on the lead lap in 17th. One lap down. William Byron, 18th. Kevin Harvick, 19th. Kyle Busch, 20th. Brad Keselowski, 21st. Austin Sindrick, 22nd. Noah Gregson, 23rd. And two laps down is Ricky Stenhouse, Jr. We've got a race within a race now. The battle for the lead and the battle to get back on the lead lap. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Now, a moment ago, we said Bubba Wallace's team took two tires, but Kim Kuhn, uh, we may have had some bad information. What did they do? They did, in fact, take four fresh Goodyear tires. I walked down to the pit box, saw them with my own eyes, confirmed it with the team. Bubba Wallace with four tires. Steve Post, fill us in, explain how the tire system will work now over the next 100 laps. Over the next 100 laps, they've got one set of Goodyear Racing Eagles to use. Stay tuned. It's going to be a game of poker, and I'm telling you the challenge we're seeing is Kyle Larson. We saw those cars pit, uh, William Byron and Kyle 
Bush. I don't think they expected Larson to be as quick as he was over that run. So uh, they have one set down here. Caution comes out. We're going to see if they choose to save him or choose to put him on, and it could be a little game of poker down here. But a fast car like Larson might impact that as well. Well, the race leader and second-place cars, that's Larson and Wallace, choose the inside lane. Third-place uh, Suarez will go to the outside. The next one to go to the outside lane all the way back to Chris Busher from seventh. He'll go to fourth. That means the field's coming to the Geico Restart Zone, presented by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. Kip Childress will take the pace car to pit road. Kyle Larson on the inside here for the restart. Lining up behind him is Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick to the outside. That's Daniel Suarez. The second half of the All-Star is ready to go. Green flag goes in the air, racing yet again at North Wilkesboro Speedway. 90 laps away from a million dollars for one particular driver. Larson away with the lead in turn two. Battle for second now. Bubba Wallace to the low line. Daniel Suarez to the outside. Then Tyler Reddick and Chris Busher. The advantage goes to Bubba Wallace. Suarez trying to squeeze his way to the bottom. Taking as hard as they can right now. Everybody wants the spot. Battle for third gets physical. Reddick moving Suarez up the racetrack. Suarez trying to get back to the bottom now in, in front of the next car in line, which is Chase Briscoe. He'll do it. He gets into the back of Reddick. Gives him a little thump in the back bumper for fun. Reddick will hang on to the car, though. Suarez falls back in line and rides behind him. Chase Briscoe feeling racy. He's right on the back bumper of Suarez, and he gets into him. A little bit of contact as the uh, intensity meter begins to pick up here in the second half of the All-Star race. No change for position. Suarez fourth, Briscoe fifth, then Chris Busher. Well, you talk about the intensity meter. You better also crank up the horsepower, day for everybody but Kyle Larson. He's back out front, and he's doing what he did before the caution, and that's simply drive away from the field. Four, maybe five car lengths in hand over Bubba Wallace. For that matter, about an equal gap back to the third-place machine of Reddick. Three more back to Daniel Suarez, then two to Briscoe. He is. Briscoe is running in position number five. Chris Busher is sixth. It's Chase Elliott seventh. Ryan Blaney eighth. Eric Jones ninth. But maybe not for long because here comes Byron. He's got plenty of company at the back bumper. William Byron gave him a little rap at the back door coming off turn two. But Eric Jones able to get a good run off the top of two. He'll keep him in the rear view. Well, some of these drivers have actually turned their race around in a good way. You heard me talking earlier about Tyler Reddick. Like, what's wrong with him? He almost was tailback for a while there, Alex. Got all the way to back of the field, and look at here. Now he's in third position. His lap times look really good. You Tyler Reddick fans, he's back in the game. He is. As a matter of fact, 23-11 goes second and third. But, boy, Steve Post, Tyler Reddick, and that team got it in the right direction. Yeah, Rusty had talked about what their struggle was, and I switched over to the radio when that first caution came out, and the conversation was, we are doing exactly what we wanted to do, running at the tail end of the field. They didn't feel like they wanted to race their way through the 23 cars in front of them. We had a couple pit stops where a couple of drivers came down pit road. They got half the field there, saving 
given those tires over the first 18 or 20 laps, he was able to race forward. So Reddick has himself in a really good spot in third right now. A couple of drivers not happy with each other, Alex Hayden, and they're, well, they're not even in the top 15. Martin Trux Jr. and Joe Ilegano throwing haymakers at one another. They have been. They've just been wailing at each other's back bumpers. Trux gave Logano the business, shoved him up the racetrack, went on by. Logano got right back to him and gave him the business right back. Yeah, then he's kind of let him go by a couple of car lengths. So that's going to settle down just for the moment. You can chalk that up to good old short track racing. Battle for 15th on the racetrack, and it looks like it's the battle for the lead. We were talking about Tyler Reddick. Let's go for a ride with Tyler right now. He's third, and he's off turn number two. About a car length off the back bumper of the Bubba Wallace machine. Less than a car length ahead of Daniel Suarez with Chase Frisco, Chris Busher in a hot pursuit. That's a pretty good pack of traffic from second on back. But everybody continues to chase Kyle Larson. He's got a 1.3 second lead over second place Bubba Wallace with 80 laps to go. Back at the North Wilkesboro Speedway, when we last talked to you some 90 or so seconds ago, Kyle Larson's lead was about six car lengths. Well, Jeff, put the car lengths away. you got to get the old stopwatch out now to determine how far ahead he is. 1.5 seconds and growing. Kyle Larson doing what he did over the course of the last 50 laps before we saw the caution flag. That was check out, wave bye-bye, and dominate. And now he's doing it again. During the break, Dave, you and I and the rest of the crew here with the Motor Racing Network were saying this would be a whale of a race if Kyle Larson wasn't in it. Absolutely. Bubba Wallace having a really good run right now along with Tyler Reddick and Daniel Suarez. But at best, Bubba Wallace is first among mere mortals right now because Kyle Larson is just laying it to the field. Yeah, that is true. We saw now green flag stops in that first 100 laps with William Byron and and a couple of other drivers, Kyle Busch being the other, they didn't really drive back up through the field like we anticipated. So, Kim Kuhn, the rules here in this final run to the checkered flag with 70 to go and some potential strategy that's still to be played out. Absolutely, Alex. So, we've advertised this kind of scenario that you can only take one set of sticker tires the last 100 laps. And yes, that is true, but it's almost like you have to read the fine print. That means that teams can take as many sets of scuffs as they want. Now, how does that play in? We were kind of scratching our heads at the handful of teams, including Kyle Larson, that came down during that early caution, kind of wondering what they were doing using up a set of fresh Goodyears. Well, those tires they started on then became 15-lap scuffs. They can use those scuffs during this last 100 laps. So if we have a situation where there's multiple cautions, the teams that pitted during that first time down, Tyler Reddick, like I mentioned, Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace, I believe, Eric Jones and Noah Gregson, they all have those lightly scuffed tires they can use. In fact, Cliff Daniels came on the radio, told his driver, Kyle, we've got 15 lap scuffs that could be very valuable to use. Other teams that did not come down have noticed, including Alan Gustafson telling his driver, Chase, they've got a huge advantage on us having those scuffs in the pits. Jenny Hamlin pounding the wall coming off of turn number four, the inside retaining wall. It's been a hint a few times. Kyle Larson, Bubba Wallace, Tyler Reddick, Daniel Suarez, Chris Buescher, top five. I'm, I'm just going to say something. I am no crew chief, but it... 
in another six, let's take it to 140. We're working lap number 134 right now. If I am running anywhere inside the top 10, I come to pit road, I bolt on four brand new Goodyear Racing Eagles with 60 laps to go, and I'll bet you I will run down and pass the leader. But will that happen? We'll see. Yeah, we will indeed. Right now, I don't think anybody's got anything for Kyle Larson, so you may have to do something. you got to do something different if you want to have a chance to win it. Now, back in NASCAR Live Race Day, our pre-race show, our NASCAR Hall of Famer, Rusty Wallace, up here, gave us some keys to winning the All-Star Race tonight. He knows how to do that. So let's review some of the keys to winning today's race, presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, and your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance. Rusty, back there you said manage your tires, don't tear up your equipment, and don't lose your cool. How do you grade them and what are you seeing as this unfolding? Well, I think that many guys are doing a good job of taking care of their tires. A lot of Managing your tires is one of the most important things I see out there, and I haven't seen anybody flunking out on that at all. I like the Kyle Larson line off of turn four, how he's doing there. Now, as far as losing your cool, I haven't seen anybody really lose their cool that much, except Except for the open race a little while ago when we had one of our drivers there kind of lose his cool. But other than that, they're okay. So far, that's how it's working out. And the keys to the race are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Kyle Larson right now leading by two and a half seconds continues to be a great race from second on back. That's where Bubba Wallace is and Tyler Reddick and Daniel Suarez. And right behind Daniel is Chris Busher and Chase Elliott and Chase Briscoe and Ryan Blaney. They drive bumper to bumper into one and two, Alex Hayden. The problem is they are two and a half seconds behind what we figure is a driver that is probably running about 85% and just saving his equipment and Kyle Larson. He seems unflappable, does Kyle Larson. And I want to revert back to our pre-race interview in yesterday's Tyson 250 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race when he basically said, I didn't really know how to save tires. It's something I'm not very good at, so this is going to be foreign to me. What does he do in that Tyson 250 truck race? He goes out and wins the thing. Comes right back here tonight, and he's running away with it. No, we are not taking the hats to victory lane yet, and we're not going to get the old still trophy uh, spit shined up just yet for Kyle Larson, but right now, nobody else has proven to me that they can get up there and run with him. Well, there's a lot of zeros on the end of the check to be handed out tonight, Dave Moody. Do we go ahead and just etch the name Kyle Larson in that spot, or is there more to play out here tonight? Uh, there's more to play out yet. It'll be 50 laps to go when they come back to the strike. A caution in the next 10 or 12 laps, 15 laps, could really open the door for a lot of pit crews to get really creative with strategy. Well, there's a gentleman that is standing on the platform in the old manual scoreboard at the Tyson leaderboard over in turn number three. He changes the car numbers as the positions in the top five change, and every ten laps he'll change the lap count. He hasn't had to change position number one in quite a while. And by the way, he is listening to us live on the Motor Racing Network. Our producer, Ryan Horn, and I spoke to him yesterday, and he was saying, I love my spot. Over there to your left, Dave, the Tyson leaderboard, something that has been there for a long, long time. It has. He, you know, they got a little catwalk across the bottom. He's got his lawn chair. He's got his cooler. He's in great shape over there. Best seat in the house, and I don't even think he had to pay to get it. No, 
and, and he can just sit down right now because he's watching Kyle Larson, like everybody else, continue to drive away. But Dave, the battle for seconds getting tight. Bubba Wallace has had about three car lengths in hand over Tyler Reddick. That three car length advantage is down to just one in turn four. Daniel Suarez looking on behind Suarez. Chris Buescher, Chase Elliott, Chase Briscoe, Ryan Blaney. These drivers, Dave, running pretty much nose to tail, bumper to bumper, or at least separated by about a car length. Everybody doing a pretty good job of, of keeping it uncomfortable for the car in front of them while still saving tires because in terms of tire life, we've still got a long way to go, and there are going to be some extremely ill-handling cars in about another 10 laps. Yeah, you're, you're right. Extremely. Right now, we're just at ill-handling cars. The extremely part of it is yet to come here as we're in a 47-lap run here under the green flag. All right, I got a question for you, Alex. Who do you think has run the Xfinity fastest lap of the race so far? Well, is it even really a question that you have to play out? I think Kyle Larson's been the guy that's been the fastest guy all night long. And with the fastest lap, you are correct. 107.522 miles an hour. Kyle Larson with the fastest lap of the race so far. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. Get the fastest internet with reliable connection so everybody can be online at once. The future starts now. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. While Kyle Larson continues to drive away from the field, Steve Post, what's the body language like for some of these other crews and crew chiefs who are just sitting back and kind of just feeling the wrath of Kyle Larson. Like a whooped dog. I mean, it's not good at all. There is a whole bunch of head scratching and shaking of heads down here. They are just not even sure what they can do with the five. I know they're all hoping for caution. You guys have speculated if we get one, they come down, we might get some tire strategy. We might get another crack at them. and may even lay some bumpers to Kyle Larson. But right now, there is a whole bunch of head scratching in here. There are 23 teams just getting it handed to them right now by Kyle Larson and his crew chief, Cliff Daniels. Kyle Larson is just pounding on the competition here tonight. 24 cars took the green flag. One has dominated. And Kyle Larson now has led 103 of 158. Suarez led the first 55. And then all of a sudden, on lap 18, Kyle Larson came onto pit road. One of just a handful took brand-new Goodyear Racing Eagles, drove right straight through the field. Alex Hayden said goodbye to Suarez, who was the race leader at the time and has not looked back. You're right about that, and and it's just part of what we're seeing tonight. Nobody knew. That was the big thing, Rusty. Nobody knew anything on what to expect to run a cup car here. Yeah, we had a 50-minute practice session the other day and 60-lap heat races last night, but still, nobody knew what to expect. Yeah, nobody's got a notebook like they've had at any other the racetrack right now. Although, I will tell you guys right now, I think everybody's doing a pretty decent job. This racetrack is doing a great job with the tire wear. I know it's high, but the cars visibly out the window, they look like they're doing pretty good. And let me throw another one at you. Man, we're already at lap 161. We only have 39 laps to go. Is there a chance that we're going to run this thing to the very end and nobody's going to take tires? Or at least the leader won't even take tires. He'll run this whole last run. Yeah, and that may very well be the case. I would think that if you're going to try to employ any type of strategy, that that window, at least under the green flag, 
is about to close. It has to. You just can't come to pit road, go a lap down, and make it all back up in 40 laps. So again, Larson now that lead almost four and a half seconds over Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick. But to your point from a moment ago, Jeff, if you're running second and finish second, who cares? You don't get the trophy. You don't get the million dollars. You don't get points. This is a non-points paying race. So do you come on to pit lane and just roll the dice and, and see what you can do and perhaps maybe learn something and build a notebook? Who knows what you can do here? But I got to tell you, if you're third, fourth, eighth, tenth on back, what have you got to lose? All right, so Rusty Wallace, the NASCAR Hall of Famer, scratching his head. Postman just said the crews are scratching their head. We don't understand what you might do. Dave Moody may be the only one in the house with a game plan that could somehow upset Kyle Larson. Dave, what would it be? At this point, Jeff, I have one plan and one plan only in mind that could possibly beat Kyle Larson. Pray for a caution, come to pit road, take on tires, and then loosen his molars with a shot to the back bumper going into turn one on the restart before he can get away. In terms of playing it clean, I don't see anybody beating him. No, <laughs> I don't either. At least not to this point in the race. The chassis has been rock solid no matter how long the green flag laps, uh, green flag runs have been. Daniel Suarez, by the way, in the backstretch, he's under attack for the number four spot. He got hit from behind by Chase Briscoe as they negotiated the lap car. Noah Gregson. Briscoe bypasses him, then overdrives turn three and gives it right back. Here comes Briscoe to the inside of Suarez again. Chase Elliott is there. Three cars fighting for position number four. Back and forth they go. Briscoe through on the inside will take the position. Chase Elliott through on the inside will take the position. Daniel Suarez able to slide it back down into the low groove ahead of Chris Buescher. Briscoe will get away. Chase Elliott's going to try to do the same. He will be successful, but Suarez has more trouble on the back bumper right now, courtesy of the Chris Buescher car. Kyle Larson continues to show the way. And right now, in the free pass position is Kevin Harvick, presented by Hims. Forhims.com. If you've got problems, Hims can help. Their 100% online process enables you to tackle hair loss, ED, and more from the comfort of your own home. Check them out today at forhims.com slash racing. To the line, 30 laps to go in the 2023 All-Star Race, and NASCAR's return to North Wilkesboro Speedway. Larson down into turns one and two. Got the machine of Austin Sendrick, who's already a lap down right in front of him. We look up off turn two. The second place car is Bubba Wallace. He's just now entering the backstretch. He's got a full straightaway lead. Does Kyle Larson. Under the LED lights and a perfect night for racing at the North Wilkesboro Speedway. Kyle Larson still the race leader. He's exiting turn four. Flashes through the Geico restart zone presented by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. You want to know what else is easy, Alex Hayden? The way Kyle Larson now is moving through the back of the field or lap down cars. No fight left in anybody. They see the blue Chevy nose of Kyle Larson in the mirror and Dave, they just simply pull up and move over. It's almost like white flag waving out their window as though we surrender. This is over. Yeah, if this was a boxing match, they would have stopped it 20 laps ago on cuts because he has just beaten the pulp out of this field right now. It has really been 
Well, there is no doubt in my mind that Cal Larson tonight is one tire-managing son of a gun, and i got to believe that he's learned a lot of that from his dirt track racing. Those guys run around those dirt tracks dead sideways. They can manage that tire spin, and boy, Cal's doing a great job of that. And the other thing is that line we've talked about all day long. Off a of turn four, he is all four tires down on the concrete, drives that baby to dead straight line to the start-finish line, and I'm telling you what, that maneuver right there is saving tires. All right, on lap 181, Kyle Larson, lap after lap, is returned to the quickest car on the racetrack. Lights out unless we get a caution flag, and there's only 17 remaining laps. Alex Hayden? Well, and we're in that point. If there's a caution right now, everybody obviously is going to come to pit lane, and that's going to put a lot of pressure on you as we go through. If we get a caution, that'll shoot us up for just a quick trophy dash, but this is that type of of part of the race now where if you're a crew chief like Cliff if Daniel's leading the race and pulling away, please don't let there be a caution flag. If you're everybody else, by golly, let's make something happen here and get a caution. And I think right now we're definitely past the moment where if you think you're going to pit under green and unlap yourself and then go all the way around and still catch them, I don't think that's going to happen. So I think they've already uh, went past that particular point of the race where you can pit and go back out and beat and still win this race. Yeah, that door closed a while ago. Let's go for a ride with the race leader, Kyle Lark. The Hendrick Cars.com Chevy Camaro is back in turn number one. Puts a lap on his Hendrick Motorsports teammate Josh Berry. A couple of laps ago, he put William Byron in the lap down category. Chris Busher, who's had such a good night tonight, that car has begun to fall off badly. He is next to go a lap down. He is indeed. He started on the outside of the front row in the All-Star race. 186 laps to go. We got 14 to go and Larson's off turn two. Here he comes down the back straight away, just making his way through traffic. He's got the luxury of time and distance. He's a full backstretch ahead of Bubba Wallace as he closes in now on Busher. Being very methodical is Kyle Larson. Busher will slip off turn four. Here's Larson to the inside. Chris Busher has no fight. He's going to let him slide right on by. Martin Truex Jr. will be next in line. He's good five or six car lengths ahead of Larson. Then it's Denny Hamlin next on the board. The sunlight that is Kyle Larson. I'm a 13th right now for Denny Hamlin. It's Larson, Wallace, Reddick, Briscoe, Elliott. That is your top five. The rest of the top ten fading badly is Ryan Blaney, six, Suarez, Eric Jones, Ty Gibbs, Joey Logano. It, it has been just amazing. And how about a, a call to Cliff Daniels and that whole team? They did their pit stop. They had some strategy. Clearly, they bought a great race car. They're executing. We'll have ten laps to go next time by. And they forced all the other teams and crew chiefs to go to the, the strategy. They forced them into what this race is and basically they made their bed they got to sleep and the problem is is Cliff Daniels and Kyle Larson stole the covers yeah that's no doubt about that 10 to go and Dave I think if we close it out the way this has gone it isn't oh man what a race this is celebrate what we have seen and witnessed here tonight and that is complete and utter domination by one team the equivalent of a perfect game in baseball it's the equivalent of Nadia Komenich scoring all those perfect tens in the Olympics. You just don't see many perfect nights like this. But it's been every bit of that for Kyle Larson. Larson.
Larson up off turn number two, heads for the back straightaway. By the way, we are in the midst of our longest green flag run of the evening. We're at 84 laps and counting. There'll be eight laps to go, Jeff. As we wait for Kyle Larson to come across the line, and he does in traffic once again. But once again, they will move out of Kyle's way. Really no reason to do anything else. Martin Truex Jr. pulls high, lets him go. Denny Hamlin pulls high, lets him go. Brad Keselowski, who took everybody's breath away a couple of laps ago by nearly getting the turn four wall, he is next in line. Keselowski right up against the outside wall at the start-finish line. Dives for the bottom of turns one and two. Kyle Larson right there. He'll look to the inside on Brad Keselowski. Doesn't have to push the point. Doesn't have to make any crazy moves. He's still an entire backstretch ahead of Bubba Wallace. Or excuse me, the driver right in front of Kyle Larson. Brad Kozlowski just about brought the caution out, Dave, a couple of laps ago when we went way up the racetrack in front of you and then saved it at the last moment. Yeah, Cliff Daniels has finally got his heart rate back down to somewhere near normal. That was not at all what he wanted to see. But now Brad Kozlowski will go a lap down, and Kyle Larson's got a bunch of open racetracks. He does, and we've got five laps to go this time by in the All-Star race. Larson, for the moment's got himself a nice piece of real estate free and clear of lap traffic. Down the back straightaway he will go. Kyle Larson with nobody to worry about. Nobody on the back bumper. Nobody on the front bumper. He can settle into this nice quiet little piece of asphalt and probably ride it all the way to Peter. Four laps to go. The last thing he wants to see or hear about would be a caution. We're under the green flag. Four to go. Kyle Larson off turn two. No traffic to worry about, although he will close in in the next lap or two on the Ricky Stenhouse Jr. machine. There will be absolutely no reason for him to try to pass Ricky Stenhouse. Not at all, unless Stenhouse just simply really slows down. Three laps to go. Stenhouse is right in front of Larson. Larson really rolls out of the throttle off turn two. He'll follow him off turn two to the back straightaway. Stenhouse now pulls up wide, gives him all the room, gives him a little hand million dollars on the line. Two laps to go. He's across the line. Kyle Larson looking good. He's only got to do this two more times. Kevin Harvick is ahead by about five car lengths, but again, Larson under no pressure whatsoever to pass another car. He closes in on Harvick in three. Kyle Larson up off of turn number four. White flag goes in the air. Young Money is a lap away from big money. Harvick to the bottom of the racetrack just waves him by. Final pass of the night, and that will be it. Kyle Larson down the back straightaway, ready to finish out a spectacular all-star victory. All-star winner three of the last five times out. Take the check to the bank. One million dollars. Kyle Larson has won the NASCAR all-star race at the North Wilkesboro Speedway in dominating fashion. Kyle Larson is the winner here tonight. Let's go to victory lane. I bet it's a million dollar celebration. And the crew is going absolutely crazy. Jeff Gordon is up here. Kyle got on the radio, told his team you guys are incredible. Cliff Daniels is the one calling the shots. Gets a huge high five from Jeff Gordon. Cliff, man, the car 
was amazing. You guys dominated, rebounded from a penalty, but more importantly, you guys win in the return to North Wilkesboro. What does this mean to you? Yeah, I mean, how cool is that? Um, you know, first off, thank you to, to NASCAR, State of North Carolina, um, you know, the, the Smith family, Marcus Smith, you know, just for, for doing what this is. I know Dale Earnhardt Jr. had, had a, a lot, you know, so much to do with this to bring this back and really a lot of the folks with Dale Jr. to, to you know, revive the racetrack. It's amazing to be here. The, the crowd is phenomenal. Um, I'm just so proud of the five team. We were uh, we were not very good yesterday, and, and to be honest, we were sad and walking around with our bottom lip poked out, but uh, we all rode here in the van together this morning and uh, took in a lot of feedback on the way, but but we got here, we walked around, and, and just took it all in, took in the environment. It's, it's so cool, so special to be here. Um, all the glory to God. This is such a blessing, and uh, proud of Kyle Larson, proud of this team. Just a great day. In 1996, the last time the Cup Series raced here, Jeff Gordon was in victory lane. He's here to celebrate his driver, Kyle Larson. You're going to go back to victory lane. Smile on your face. What does this mean to you? I have no idea what you just said because Larson is from my smoke in the tires. But, uh, uh, you know, what a great victory for for Kyle, this whole team, HendrickCars.com. Uh, Everybody just did an amazing job. I mean, obviously – Coming in, you know, they, they, they weren't very good in the heats and struggled in practice and were towards the back, and Cliff made a great call to come get tires, and holy cow, tires matter at this place. That's one thing that hasn't changed over all these years from um, 1996 Wilkesboro. Man, you got to have tires, and, and you got to have that drive off. But, uh, man, that was, what, a, what just a fun and exciting night. The energy here is unbelievable, and glad a Hendrick car is back in victory lane again. That's right. Hendrick Motorsports returns to victory lane at North Wilkesboro. NASCAR Live Race Day continues on the Motor Racing Network. Back here at the North Wilkesboro Speedway, a great firework display going on over turn number three. If you're driving along US 421 that goes right behind turns one and two grandstand, uh, you're like, what in the world is going on out here? But it, what's going on is Kyle Larson has just gone to Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane here in NASCAR's return to North Wilkesboro Speedway. I think he spanked him here tonight. Just flat out dominated. Led the last 145 consecutive laps. That's domination. That is total domination. And we talked a lot about, hey, when are they going to put that set of tires on they've got? And they even got some scuffs they could use if they wanted to. And as this race kept going, I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? I mean, they keep knocking the laps down, and I, he might not pit. So, incredible deal. Now, let's go down to Ruoff Mortgage, Victory Lane, and Steve Post. They are down here celebrating, and Kyle Larson is here. Kyle Larson is down here getting high fives from the fans. He's ran up to the grandstand now, and he is getting congratulations and high fives down here as uh, now makes his way back down with the checkered flag. Caitlin, his wife, is down here giving him a big hug. Kyle, I am telling you what. Um, oh, they're trying to find a beer so she can shotgun a beer. Kaylin, Kaylin shotguns beers when he wins a race, and they found a beer, so we're going to have a shotgun of a beer as well. And uh, so he's got that taken care of. We'll grab a word here with Kyle as we do that. Kyle, yeah, yeah, oh, it's an open one. I'm not sure about that. Kyle, can you just describe that race, how good that car was, and how your performance was tonight? Yeah, I mean, crazy good car. So, uh, 
<laughs> let's see if she can figure this out here. It's been a, it's been about two years since she shotgun a beer. So, um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, my car was my car was damn damn good. So. Caitlin is shotgunning a beer right here at the start-finish line, swirls it around, takes a big bow about that. Wow, absolutely. It's been a couple years, but she still got that down. You had a pretty fast car, pretty fast run. Just describe a little bit more about that. Yeah, no, uh, this car was just so good. I was so bad uh, Friday and Saturday, and um, honestly, <laughs> I told my buddies, I was like, I'm going to run like 15th today. So, uh I mean, never. I think that just shows and never count out this team. You know, they even when we were not good in practice, you give them a night to work on it, they're going to get it better. So they got two nights to work on it this week, and that's why we were so good there in the the race there. So uh, a million bucks, third All Star win, third different track. It feels feels so good. You told us in our pre-race show, here's Cliff Daniels coming over and getting a hug as well. He, they, they're not waiting to go on top of the building. They're doing it right here on the front stretch. You had told us in pre-race that you'd found a line in turn two in the truck series. You didn't know it would work, but you thought there was something in three and four. Rusty Wallace was watching you from the booth. What did you find in turn four, and when did you know it was going to work that good? Yeah, so I, I, I uh, early in the race, I tried it like lap three or four, and it about spun me out. So I was like, man, that sucks because I'm not going to be able to run it. Um, but then, you know, we pitted. We were on fresher tires there, and, and I kind of had to find some different lines to get runs built, and um, it worked just like it did in the truck. So I could get pointed, exit straight, kind of pedal to the flag stand and um, really take care of my stuff there. So, But you can't do you can't do all that without a great car. So, again, this Intercars.com Chevy, so freaking good. Uh, you know, thanks to Intercars, Valvoline, Jinya, Ramen Bar, um, everybody who helps me out. This is pretty incredible. We've... We've been so fast this year, just nothing's worked out, and um, today today it worked out, and uh, hopefully we can go on a heater like we did in 2021. Congratulations, you're going back to the rooftop on the elevator. Yeah, let's go. There we go. That is Kyle Larson. He wins for the third time his all-star race. He mentions the three different tracks. He's won it at Texas, he's won it at Charlotte, and now he's won it at North Wilkesboro. Congratulations to Kyle Larson down in Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane. Here's how they finished in the 2023 all-star race with Kyle Larson winning Bubba Wallace second. Tyler Reddick was third. Chase Briscoe fourth. And Chase Elliott fifth. Ryan Blaney finished sixth. Daniel Suarez was seventh. Eric Jones eighth. Ty Gibbs ninth. And Joey Logano was tenth. Ross Chastain eleventh. Christopher Bell twelfth. Denny Hamlin thirteenth. Fourteenth his teammate, Martin Truex Jr. Josh Berry fifteenth. Chris Buescher sixteenth. Austin Dillon finished seventeenth. Eighteenth was Kevin Harvick. Brad Kozlowski nineteenth. And William Byron was twentieth. Twenty-first was Austin Sendrick, 22nd, Kyle Busch, Noah Gregson, 23rd, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 24th. NASCAR back at North Wilkesboro, Rusty Wallace, your thoughts on the entire event? The entire event, I mean, the whole entire week here was just fantastic. Sold out crowds almost every single night. We had great racing the whole entire time. Not only did they race tonight, they started racing last Tuesday. So it was just wonderful here. It was electric. Everybody and I am too. Let's just hope it stays here for a long time. Hey, you never know. We might even get a real cup race here one of these days that pays points.
Yeah, what do you think, Alex? I mean, this has just been special. I know we didn't have the fireworks at the end of the night of two, three, four cars beating and banging and crashing, but when you go back and look at the entire weekend, I think we walk away going, yeah, thumbs up. This was well done. There was more than one winner tonight, even though Kyle Larson and that Rick Hendrick-owned team are down in Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane with a million dollars. I think the sport won tonight, yeah. and that's everybody in it. Stakeholders, comp- uh, competition folks, the competitors, and more importantly, the race fans won with this race tonight. A big thank you to Craig Moore. He is in Charlotte, North Carolina, just over an hour away. He is our audio engineer. Steve Fridley is our broadcast engineer. Our producer is Ryan Horn. Dave Moody had the action covered for you all weekend long, just outside of turn number four and on pit road. As always, Steve Post and Kim Kuhn. Now for NASCAR Hall of Famer, Rusty Wallace, and my broadcast partner. His name is Alex Hayden. My name is Jeff Striegel. We can Congratulate for the third time in the last five years, Kyle Larson, as Kyle Larson has won the NASCAR All-Star event tonight at the North Wilkesboro Speedway. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.